bruv, me and you are not on the same wavelength. I can't talk to you the same way I talk to Webs. I can't have a conversation with you. You're a square. You're a nine to fiver. That's how you spoke to me. You should have slapped him. I held my chest. I'm like, bruv, do you know what I'm like? He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not like that, bruv. And then he's talking about, look, I can see from what you're wearing. You're not one of, you're not one of us. I was like, wow. <laughs> So man, 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 man looked down on you. I had a Lyle and uh, Scott, is that what it's called? Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Bottle shirt. Whatever this is. I had one of them, Bottle but it's Lyle and Scott. So it's like, look what you're wearing. So it's, so basically, as, as far as he sees me, he's like, you're a squ-. I was like, what? Yes, he's looking down. I said, you're looking down at me. He said, no. And then that went into a whole different conversation. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to another episode of Eloquently Saying Nothing. This is episode 150, part two. I'll explain to you why it's part two in a minute. How is this 150? It's 150, man. It's not 150. That's what they said yesterday. Who's lying to you? What number is it then? It's 130... <laughs> Six or 137. That man was barring about how it was 150. I'm too loud now, by the way. That man was chatting about 150 yesterday. So I don't understand how, how now suddenly. It, it, <laughs> all right, then, whatever number we are now. 135. We're at 135. But yesterday we were telling people 150, bro. Well, so, anyway. You can uh, explain to people why, why it was yesterday. And you're too loud because you never talked to. You, of all people, should know better. But when you do mic check, you, you always start shouting. You shout anyways. I shout in general, so what's the difference? Yeah, but you don't shout when you're doing the mic check. Okay, well, anyway, um, I'm still loud. Um, yeah, so, it's just me and Stav today. That's your intro. <laughs> Introduce yourself, innit? I am Stavros Bus. You can catch me at Stavros Bus on all social medias. And you can catch us collectively as ESN Podcast at ESN Podcast on all your social medias. If you want to email us, that's esnpodcast.gmail.com. Again, that's esnpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you know, you like to hear your dilemmas, your questions, your whatnot. If you want to send us voice notes, you can do that via email. Uh, yeah, send that through. Just make a little, you know, clip or whatever and send it via email to us and we'll play that on the pod. Um, yeah, it's a Saturday night. It's half 12 a.m. And... Uh, yeah, the reason why I call it part two is because we actually recorded the podcast yesterday without Stav. Stav wasn't here yesterday. It was it was it was actually four of us. So it was myself, Simple Simon, uh, Mister Wolf, and eventually Webslinger popped in as well. Salute bastards! And um, yeah, and I uh, took it home, started to edit, and um, yeah, I deleted it. <laughs> so unfortunately, we're back here again. Fortunately, Stav is here, but unfortunately, obviously, we have to do the podcast all over again. Um, which is a joke thing because I was actually at another podcast, One Up Front, Big Up Man from One Up Front, and I was talking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, man, you know," because he, he had a, he basically had a uh, like a phone for a backup, so he's like, just in case something happens, I record it on my phone, so at least I got something to put out." Yeah. So well, he just puts the phone down. Yeah. And he it. Basically, he's got something to put out. And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, you see, sometimes you need that backup, bro." There's, there's me chatting in it, giving all, all knowledge. Guy, hope I deleting my own. <laughs> so this is the third podcast I'm doing this week. This is podcast number three for me. And you know, there's two podcasts that we've had to turn down this week. Two? What's that one? I'll tell you. Ah, uh, okay, cool. 
But two, yeah, we could have been on four podcasts this week. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're turning to Griff. We're slagging ourselves over all out there. Big up Griff, big up Essex boy. I'm going to keep plugging it into his time. You know, this is going to be a problem. What's going to be Well, finish bringing up Griff if you want to. No, I've done my Essex boy. Just go to go get your tickets at uh, DarrellGriffiths.com for the new uh, uh, one-man show. I'm, I'm going on the 16th if you want to holler at me. You can come, you can come in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and... Put, I haven't bought my ticket yet, but I know, I know I'll be able to get one still. So. Um, yeah, the problem is we have said we've sourced the... the uh, oh, there's a party going on across the road. So if you hear music, that's why. We have sourced the biggest, brightest and best of the UK urban podcast scenes that we've invited them on. The ones that have actually responded have, have come on. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's been all gravy. It's been all cool, but we've we've said amongst ourselves we need to get ourselves out there and go on some other podcasts. You know, you know, promote ourselves as well. It's not, it's yeah, we big up other people, but let's, let's promote ourselves. Let's get on others. So then, when people actually invite us, look, look how long it took you to get to <laughs> one up front podcast, and that oh, was just, and that was just two of you because I said I could go. It's a football podcast, and. As much as I'm a casual football person, I don't think I'm equipped to go on a football pod- podcast. You would have been fine, by the way, because it was it was the way that the podcast goes. It was basically a lot of it was you they talk about football, but it, it then turns into kind of social aspects. Well, I've listened well. to their podcast, but all right, fair enough. So, so um, you would have been all right. You would have been quite good, I reckon, to be honest. But anyway, I'm a legend anyway. So uh, well, so I left it down to the the football fans of the podcast. Which is definitely Mr. Wolf. He's number one, mm. and then uh, B- Big Wahala would be number two, and I reckon Simple Simon would be number three. Myself and Webs. Webs is is number five. I'll be number four, and I'm thinking even I don't think I'm equipped to go on it. So I said I can make it. Or, 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 I think what I said is I might come on, but I'm not the person you need to get on. It's these two you need to get on. Yeah, well, your, your, well, your staff though. Everybody wants staff. No, they just happen to know me because I've reached out to them. Everybody wants staff. If they want to have, if they want to do a podcast and they want us to to guest on their podcast, they're gonna want staff. That's who they want. I don't know why you say that. All right, you're the one. You're the you're the nah, Bobby, you're nah, the Bobby Brown. No, 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 no. They want staff because staff is when when you think of ESN, you think of staff. All right. Okay. Well. Um. Either way, the point was I don't even remember the point I was making. Yeah. You're saying that we, 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 we need to put ourselves out there and you know people are then asking us. Yeah, we can't just, two, just the two of you, in essence, anyway, to make it quick, just two of you were meant to go on that podcast. And look how long it took. Like three months, two, three months. Look how long it takes us to do our own podcast. That, that's what I'm saying. So whilst somebody messaged this week, like, uh, can you guys come on? I said, and this was on like a Thursday. And you, what we recording now? What today is it? Saturday. So I said... I don't know when we're recording it. So this is Thursday. You ended up recording on the Friday. Oh, man. That's the mad thing. So hold on, today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. So we could, we could have gone there then, probably. Saturday into Saturday. I said I could go. Um, I don't know how many people they wanted done, actually. I That's said, the I thing. Said, if, yeah. if you want, if, if you, we are proper the Wu-Tang of podcasts. Yeah. Because, yeah. because you might get, you might get Ray and Ghost yeah. and not get Meth and, Ray, and Rizza. Or you might get the full squadron. You might get all of us on there. Or you might just get you God. Which is worth it. Nah, big up, big up, man! Like you got that web slicker, but you, 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 you might not get all of us. 
But again, do you want five people on your podcast anyway? So if you've got a podcast where there's a good three or four of you already, having five people might not be conducive for you. You might just want a couple of us anyway and not have all of us. But there's some people that's only got one of them and they would like to have all of us there to give, you know, give it a bit more, a bit more um, you know, enthusiasm because all of us are there. So it all depends on what you want and what you need. But yeah, it, it's not easy to get all of us on a podcast. But um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to go as many podcasts as I can. It's just that obviously this podcast takes up a bit of my time already. So I don't want to just be leaving my missus to go and talk to other people all the time. Especially when she complains I don't even talk to her. Mm. Anyway, so, so be it. Hopefully uh, next week, week or the week after. You'll, anyways, hopefully we'll be on more podcasts. Okay. So uh, any other podcasts out there, we are open to whore ourselves on your podcast. Please <laughs> holler at us. DM us. There's, there's, been, there's been some deep, um, some big uh, collabs actually this week. I think... Uh, Receipts was on uh, Chucky's podcast. Yeah, yeah, a big, yeah. Big, big crossover. And big up uh, Free Shots of Tequila. Have you seen what they've done? No, no. All right, so Free Shots of Tequila is a, is probably, I'll say at the moment, the number one uh, rated podcast, black podcast, UK one, I, I would say. Mm. Um, they've now, they did a tour this year, actually. So they did a UK tour, which mm. they went through. But now they've, they've actually uh, going to do a show at the Apollo. 3,000 people. Which Apollo? Hammersmith Apollo. I thought they'd done it already. No, no. I thought they'd done it. No, no. Are you sure? Yeah, they, they, they've just started. They just released the tickets for it this week. I thought they already sold out and done the thing. No, no, they're doing it this week. Anyway, so, think, all right, um, all right. no, they just released the thing for this week and it's in for December. Okay, so right, that's right. a massive, massive deal. Three thousand people is a lot of people, man. It's a, yeah. lot, it's a lot of people. If they, I'm hoping that they sell it out. I'm really hoping that they sell it out. And these guys are people. That I think that have done. You know, they they took their opportunity and they did it well. They said, you know what, we've got opportunity to do this thing. They've done it. They've gone out of their way to, you know, keep themselves in the loop, making sure that they're they're always relevant in what's going on in this podcast world. And yeah, I salute them for it, man. I was chatting to when I was chatting to Lady uh, Lady A last last week, mm. Lady Andromeda. She's like, You guys need to be on the level as two shirts. I'm like, nah, not gonna happen. Free shirts. Like, oh, sorry, free shirts. I say, nah, not gonna happen. She's like, Yeah, I need I need I need you to be where they are. I say, no, nah, not gonna happen. Like, why? You're just as good. You're just as good. I said, nope. Them guys are popular. I said, maybe, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If podcasts were big. They're not good looking maybe. too. We ain't good looking like them. Maybe. <laughs> I'm good looking now, man. Uh, maybe, maybe. But, nah. I said, they were popular before they podcasted. Yeah, they had a, they had a, they had a movement before. Uh, you can see what they're doing. Even with their, with, um, what's his name? Taser's uh, Club Nights and stuff like that. He's, He's, he's ramming places out man so they know what they're doing they've got their the promoter that knows what he's doing regarding you know shows and whatever and the rest of them promote as well obviously you've got uh, Keith that does the things on television and stuff like that you know they've got a, they've got a good formula and they used it well they proper came together as three people that's got a big following and, and you know had good banter and they, they, they've got a good show so salute them anyway so but yeah but going back to the original point we we'll got we'll do your podcast, man. We'll just why don't get all of us. You said there were a couple of crossovers, so it was just one. One. <laughs> there might have been others, but that's the one I was afraid. Receipts doing a, a tour of the UK. As yeah, well. they the UK tour as well. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, man. They're on Spotify now as well, aren't they? They Spotify exclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So congratulations to them. Yeah, yeah. So they're both Spotify exclusive. So now, so now both of them have been pushed that level. You know, they're gonna keep going. So let, let's 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 keep this podcasting going. I, I want to see nineties babies start getting there. Their, their dues as well because that, that is one that I'm seeing people properly they've got a proper cult following like they how many episodes are they them. in because it's I'm like sure. it's, it's like they just leapfrogged I, I'm not sure but they've done a lot though no remember because they was on the radio as well weren't they when everybody was at um 
What's that radio sh- the station? Radar. Radar. There was on radar. Oh. There was on radar as well, man. They've not, they've not started and was to continue to keep going, but them they got a cult following, and I think they are they are destined for big things as well. Those guys, and obviously you you got you know you you got the rest of them that's coming through. All right, so let, let's be real. Let's be real. Mm. So um, for any newcomers, you, you might not know that as far as I'm concerned, ESN, the eloquently saying nothing podcast, was was the start of this this black urban this kind of podcasting on this level this like all those podcasts that we just mentioned we were the first to do it that mm. as far as I'm concerned I don't, in, in the UK mm-hmm. alright I don't think we're going to get anywhere near any of any of these people of course not so, well, so let, me, let me not say of course not like I don't think so I don't but think I, I don't want to put it in the air but I don't think so alright yeah because I don't think our, our demographic is is on that same wavelength of the podcasting. I don't see. I don't think that we appeal to the young people the same way that the others do. I don't think that we. Does it have to be young people? There, there's podcasts out there that some of the biggest ones that yeah. they're not. They're not for young people. Yeah, but I don't think they're for black olders either. I think we're gonna be honest. They're more for the probably the they're talking about white podcasts. I'm assuming. Talking about black the, 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 yeah, the ones I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, the, the exactly. Politics so stuff I don't, or, I don't think that is what us. So I don't think we 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 fit into those markets either. So we in a we're in a situation where we're in a market that has not necessarily we, we, is probably ready to be filled, but the people that are the audience that we tailor to don't necessarily listen to podcasts. So if we had a TV show, they'll watch it. If we had a radio show, they'll listen to it. But we've got a podcast, and they don't do podcasts. You think? We, if we had a TV show, people would watch the TV show. I think which people, t- like young people, but then what's, I'm, I'm I think, confused. Now I think that the, our, our demographic, so maybe between 35, 30 to 40, 30 to 50, even, I think would watch us. I, I think, well, I think our demographic for listening, yeah, it'd be like mid 30s. I think the 30 year olds that listen to us happen to be ones that we know, yeah, potentially. I don't think 30 year olds listening to us talking about. What, what a pattern being a, a you know a slang word and whatnot. They're like sh- sh- you guys. They're just switching off. It's like I, I can't relate to what you people are saying. Mm, and, they're, and, and they're gone. So thirty five to forty five. I think I think fifty year olds probably may, maybe maybe if yeah, they've if, 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 if they've been listening for the past eight years nine yeah, years yeah, yeah. then fair enough. Um, mostly women. Yeah, women. Women tend to listen to us more than men. Semi professional to professional. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of ones that are single. True, but I think I think that would be in general most. Listen. Well, podcast listeners happen I, to be single. I think so. That's interesting. I think it's. I think most podcast listeners. I, I think a lot of women listen to podcasts more than boys do. Yeah, right. unless you're talking about free shots, which seems to be a mandem thing. You think? Well, no, girls listen to free shots as well. Yeah, but I think mandem ride for free shots. Yeah, like mandem, we be the ones that I've seen on the timeline chatting about free shots. Girls will say the little bits and bobs, but girls, like the way that girls ride for receipts, I think the man then ride for free shots. You know, actually, now that you mention that, I just realised that I think when it comes to podcasts, if you're a man or if you're a male or if you're, a, 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 if you have men and women on your podcast, mm. whereas with other type forms of entertainment, it seems to be the women are the drivers if, and then the men kind of hop on. Mm. So as long as you've got the, 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 the foundation of the women, you're cool. It's, I think it's the, well, it's not, it's not the other way around with podcasting, but it's like, you need the men to be big. The women are there, but if, if you're just appealing to women, 
you're not necessarily going to be big. You need you, the men need to be there. Whereas if someone like me, something like music, you can just have me, you can just have women and just be big and just appeal to women. Uh, I, I just think that's because of the the amount of people that listen to podcasts in general. I think you've, I think it will get to a point where you'll just be you don't necessarily have, necessarily have to have both genders to be big. It's just at like this present moment, especially in the UK scene. You, you need both. I don't think podcasts are, is actually going to get any bigger anymore. You think we got to the we at the pivotal point now? People that are listening to podcasts, or people that are going to listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts. My you know, my mom is never going to listen to podcasts. Or you might get younger people, so someone that's ten, and then in five years' time they're listening to podcasts. Mm. But that's all you're getting. You're only getting new people coming because they age into it. So you're not, they're not, they're not going to be any more conversions, basically. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not a 30 year old out there that's like, I don't listen to podcasts. I've never listened to podcasts or someone that's 35 and then they're going to start next week. You say that, but a lot of times I see online people say, I'll just listen to this. Somebody told me to listen to this thing and I listen to it and now I can't stop listening. Now I've listened to all of them. So it, it can happen. I know it happens, but it's not, I don't think it's like a, like a, like if you look at it on a chart, it's not like a why it's gonna it's that's gonna keep going up and up and up and up. It's the odd, it's the for every hundred person, yeah. there'll be two or three that oh I've listened to a podcast this week for the first time mm. in that in that age bracket I'm talking about between like thirty and forty because I don't think people over forty five is gonna go in and I don't think people under fourteen or so are gonna mm. start either. Maybe the funny thing about podcasts though is. It all depending on which one they listen to as well. Because if they listen to a dead podcast, they're not coming back. If they listen to one and it's rubbish, they're like, I'm not listening to that no more. You have to get them engaged in the first... Oh, you mean a, a, an episode? Yeah. As opposed to a, a series? No, an episode. Yeah. So they could listen to one of our dead podcasts and, and like, then that's, not, that's it. You're, like, you're a lost cause. Yeah, unless somebody pushes them back to say, no, 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 you've got to listen to it. They're not listening to it again because it, for you to have to sit down and listen to somebody for two hours, you have to be engaged in what they're saying, innit? Mm. So if you start listening to them and they're just chatting rubbish compared to or what you feel is rubbish because to one person it might be gold to another person this you know, soot. You're not going to want to listen to it for two hours. Two hours is a long time of your day to, 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 you know, dedicate to people you don't know. It's interesting, innit? Yeah, it's all interesting. Well, anyway, pick up, pick up. Uh, free shots guys pick up the receipts pick up everyone that's doing what they're doing out there um, yeah let us let us know if we ever you know want us to come on any of your shows we'll be there if we can yes please sir <laughs> yeah joker alright All right. so so I was gone yesterday yeah so let me let me let me explain to you what we actually discussed yesterday because it was some wicked discussions and I'm so sorry that I, I was still trying my best to see if I can actually fix it at some point but I, I don't know by the time maybe 150 actually does come out this one, <laughs> it might actually be fixed I can't believe you so I can't leave you people for nothing it's, this is God saying that stuff you need to be on this podcast yeah, right? well, can you we, imagine it, it was a wicked podcast but we got the numbers wrong but um, yeah so we had a discussion yesterday so I'm going to give you some of the points that we discussed yeah so the first thing we discussed was Boris so we spoke about Boris Johnson being in parliament and um, that uh, the you know the amount of things that he's done in the past and how he still managed to get there and we actually, that was one of the things that we said, oh, it would have been good to have you on because we know that you're quite heavy into the politics scene. What do you think about it? What do you, is there anything to even think about Boris could be in power? In what respect? Like, isn't it, was it inevitable? Yeah, this is something that he's wanted his whole life. His whole adult life, he's wanted to be the prime minister. And he's worked his way up to it. He's played the game. He's, he's, he's good at playing the game. And he's played the game. That's what I was saying yesterday. I was saying, basically... Ooh, that sounds a lot better. I was saying basically... Yes, um, you always have the mic like yeah, this. I, know. I don't know why you do that. I was saying basically, uh, he wait, he he played the waiting game. He played it wicked as well. He made sure he positioned himself in certain places. 
he he was at one point we going to run but then didn't run and then obviously when uh, uh uh david cameron stepped down he he took a step back because he knew you know it's a bit hot right now let me not let me not try and run right now because obviously this brexit thing i'm, I'm i was right bang in the middle of it took a step back no that was golf him as well though he didn't run for it yeah golf shanked him in it Oh yeah, he went to run in front. In front he of was yeah. They, uh, everyone, as far as they they, as as far as everyone kind of knows, them two is like, all right, it's gonna be one of us if we, if this Brexit passes through. So Brexit happens. Those two are the forefront, as well as um, what's the 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 Far- is it Farage? Yeah, Nigel, Nigel Farage. Farage. As, uh, so the three of those, Farage, Gove, and Johnson were the the, the spearheading of Brexit. Once Brexit actually came through, surprisingly, everyone's thought, wow, Boris didn't even think it would go through, but it went through. Then everyone knew, all right, it's Boris is now going to be the, the person to take over because, like you said, Cameron's going to step down, push Boris in charge. He, he, he was the spearhead for Brexit. He's our man. Let's go. And then go with the, yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, so you, 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 this was not what was planned. So everybody that, that knew the inside, mm-hmm. it's like, you got, he shanked you. This is, so even now that, um, this man has done his reshuffle. He's coming to he's coming to the leadership. He's done his reshuffle, and he's brought in Gove as the secretary for um, Brexit. The Brexit secretary, so like the person that deals with Brexit. Uh, and they're saying, is this like a poison a poison chalice? Is, is this is, is poison. because if, if, if it doesn't if it doesn't succeed, he can he can now blame. Well, look at Gove. What's Theresa May doing now? She's going to the back benches, I think. So she's just taking a big step back, proper, proper step back. Yeah. I thought she might, you know, try and sneak herself in there to do something different. But, you know, you know, she'll probably come back and, and, well, the, and be the, something. The, the leader chooses who he wants around him, innit? Yeah, yeah. So he's not going to choose her. So yeah, I think and I think in those kind of circumstances, a lot of the time you step back, you, you step down, you step, you're gone. You're gone, yeah. Yeah. And she didn't, she's not gone. She's like, I'm still around. I don't. I never wanted to leave in the first place. It's you guys that pushed me out, but I'm not going anywhere. I don't know what's going to happen going forward because I, I cannot see Labour winning because they're in disarray as well half of them fighting half of them not it's just a mad thing I don't know what they're doing so I can't see them now taking over Boris I think Boris is going to be there two terms man well, like, he's going to finish this term and then get another term as well well th- chances are there's going to be another election before there's meant to be an election at 2022 that's when like the five years is up uh, we have five year terms over here if you're listening from overseas there's going to be an election before them probably because he doesn't have a majority in the house to pass anything that he wants. Mm. He's got a majority, majority of two. I think they're going to lose. They're, there's a seat that, that is going up for election and they just, as far as they're concerned, it's lost. So they're going to have a majority of one. So and it, basically, any time they want to push something through, not just necessarily Brexit, all they need is a couple of people in the team that don't agree with it and it just won't work. And that majority of one includes the DUP as well. So it's not even all all conservatives. Yeah. When before um, Theresa May did that thing, they had a, decent not good but a semi-decent um kind of swing their way now they're relying on dup and people on their own party that they don't DUP like that they had to basically give a backhander to, to get yeah. them there in the first place so they have to call an election if i think what's gonna happen is he's saying look we're gonna leave on october the 31st which is when we're meant to our extension for brexit was up to the october 31st halloween he's saying that we're gonna leave by then everyone said that when he was um, trying to be the PM, that he was just saying it for saying it's sake. But once he got to the, once he got to the promised land, he would fall back on his rhetoric. But he hasn't. He's still saying October thirty first. So people are like, is this man being serious? He's saying if we don't leave with a deal, if we don't get a better deal, if they don't give us the deal we want, because he's not happy with the deal that 
that's been spoken about now, then we're going to leave with no deal. And people are thinking, Boris is not, he's not that stupid to leave with no deal. He's not that stupid to, but he's saying it. If we can't get our deal on top of the 31st, we'll leave with no deal. But the thing is, uh, see, now I'm getting into, into all this stuff. When Theresa May was talking about no deal is better than a bad deal and all that stuff, now that she's gone and people have looked into the stuff, you know, the people that have, have been moved around, she never actually once negotiated no deal with Europe. Okay. So she's never said, if you don't give us what we want, we're leaving without a deal. She never once said it. Her team never said it. So what it, Boris knows this now, and he can say, re- really, when you're, when you're negotiating, this is just in life skills. When you're negotiating, you have to be willing to, to, to say, fine, forget it then. Yeah, F- F- I'm going with nothing. I'll just, I'll just take, yeah, my, course, I'll ta- I'll take my money and I'll go. It's haggling, isn't it? Yeah, or I'll take my goods and go. And Theresa May never did that. So Boris is now going to put that, he's really going to push that through. And so we will really see what Europe has to, to whether they're willing to accept that because it's bad for both sides. It's going to be bad for England. It's going to be bad for, oh, sorry, Great Britain. It's going to be bad for Great Britain. It's going to be bad for the rest of Europe as well. So we'll see what happens. But anyways. Mm, it's a very interesting time, the time to be in, in the UK. But obviously a lot of people are upset that he's in power because of all the things he said in the past. So one of the things that he said was that, um, you know, that he called the black children picking in his and said so that all the Piccaninis are going to be happy because the Queen's come Pic- to... Piccaninis with watermelon smiles. Well, yeah. Going to be ha- happy to you know, see the Queen and all that. Not. And he called... Um, what did he say? He called uh, uh, Muslim women. He said that like, they come to, to places looking like bank robbers. And letterboxes. And letterboxes, yeah. He said that in the past too. Right, so anyway, he's been very inflammatory in some of his terms. Britain like, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's British Trump. He's Britain though. Trump. No, but that's what Trump said. He yeah, it. That's what they call him, yeah. But I just... Uh, I think he's smarter than Trump, but either way. Oh, def- definitely, definitely. You know, people like to make Boris look the idiot because he does idiotic things and he's a but, but clownish, but he's not stupid. He's, he, but in terms of lying, he's just as bad a liar as Trump. I can't in lie. terms of, no, I don't mean can't, as in he just lies as much as Trump and he gets caught. So he's like, he's, he cheated on his wife multiple times. This is a known thing. He got kicked off being uh, a... One of the newspapers, one of the early newspapers that he wrote, and when he was a politician, because he was lying, he just made, he was making up stuff, writing, in the news, and they kicked him off the being. Can you imagine you're an MP and they say you cannot write for us anymore because you just keep making up stuff and put it in the newspaper? Can you imagine any newspaper telling you that in the first place? That's what they do on a regular basis. What do you mean? Make up stuff or put it in a newspaper? Yeah, but your stuff was for inflammatory purposes. That's what they do, and for them to say even you're too much. Shows you how bad he actually yeah. was. He was just mocking Europe and he, he was using the paper to just to mock Europe and just to make up stories and to push whatever agenda, agenda he wants. But that's, that's what you use them for, isn't it? But yeah, so we've got that in in the UK at the moment. So that was something that we spoke about yesterday. Okay. Um, but okay, then we, then we moved on to something else. Yeah, go on. So we, we went on to timeline chat, as I called it. All right. So have you seen this thing about Puffy? Um, what well, dating? Who's daughter? Somebody's daughter. Steve Harvey's, Steve Harvey's daughter. daughter but potentially, more, but more, most importantly, his son's, his son's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. So we had this discussion about this yesterday. So we was just, we had we basically went into a discussion about, you know, is it morally correct for him to be able to do this? I would have loved to hear Mr. Wolf. Oh man, Mr. Wolf was not happy with it. <laughs> Mr. Wolf was like, now. Nah. What kind of nastiness is this? So he wasn't happy with it. None of us agreed with the fact that he's doing it. Yeah. So we was all like, this is mad. Then we found out how old the differences as well. Cause she's 22, 22 yeah. and he's 49. And that's like, what? 49? Like, what yeah, but it's just rumored that they're going out. It's not. Regardless, we, we, we're dealing with the rumors, isn't it? So 49 year old, what? 49 year old man wants to be dealing with a 26 year old. Mr. Wolf can't talk. No offense. Wow. Don't put him like that. 
That's 22 years old. 27 years old. What year was he? How old was he saying that he was willing to go down to? At 28 or something? Yeah, that's not 27 years, is it? That's like how many years? Not even like about 14 or something like that. Not 27 years. That's ridiculous. No, that's, yeah, it's you ridiculous. Can't, you can't mix it to you. You can't. But anyway, so he, um, we had a discussion about that yesterday, but then it led on to another discussion. So if I, I'm going to ask you the question, and then we, I mean, when you answer this question, then we could, I could tell you what the rest of the guys said. So we were talking about, you know, whether or not it was worse if the boy, if the son was actually dating the father's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like if it was reverse, would it be as would it be worse right. or would it be better? And he was like, mm, it'd probably be a bit better, but you know, it's still not the the, the done thing, basically. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, so let's say that you you're both you and father and son are both single men, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we was last week we was talking about online dating and stuff like. That. So you're both online dating, you're both meeting women, and the, you as the father meets a girl, yeah. She's I don't know mid mid age between you and your son. Mm-hmm. You go out with the girl. You think she's a nice girl. You go out of her three times. You don't do anything with her. You don't even, you know, you don't get romantic with her too tough, but you have a really good time with the with the lady three times. But you think, you know, I like her, but she's just not, you know, right for me. Mm-hmm. But she's a really, really good, nice girl. Mm-hmm. And your son's looking for a girl. Right? Mm-hmm. And you think, mm, she kind of likes the same things that my son does. So the question was, would you? No. Wow! Right, why are you saying no for? That's not right. Why is it not right? How can my son go out with somebody I went out with? But you, but you didn't do anything. Am I a gypsy? Well, what's wrong? The girl's perfect for your son. She's she everything that your son likes. She likes. Just, you actually think she's a very good girl as well, but she's just not good for you. I can't go out with somebody and then she goes out with with my son. <laughs> but why? Let, can't even go out with somebody. Like it wouldn't. It would be almost icky to go out with, let's say, you, my brother. Let alone my son. No. So you're, you're saying no. I don't, I don't think it needs to be explained more than what I just said. It's not like it needs to be fleshed out. Well, we just we debated it yesterday. I forgot. I, uh, Did anyone say, yeah, it's cool? Um, no, no, no. I don't believe anybody said it was cool. But um, Mr. Wolf was just, no, not having it. Yeah. No, he was, his, his thing was that she was older than, older than the son. So he just didn't want to, my son, son to go out with somebody older. Okay. That was his other thing, apart from the, as well as the fact that, you know, it's uh, icky. But he was like, why, why should my son go out with an older I wouldn't want to slide. <laughs> that, was, that was his sticking point. Oh, um, Webbs was like, no. Uh, Simple was like, Simple was debating it in his brain, but he was like, nah, 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 it's not. Then he got to a point where we was discussing. Then it went, it went mad. So we discussed that. Then we discussed um, uh, whether or not, because we, we were talking about then, you know, how we would deal with their children and how things would work and stuff like that. And then we was like, obviously we got daughters here. Um, what would you do if you was working with a guy, a, a guy that was you know quite similar age to your daughter? You you really liked this guy. He was really really nice guy, hmm. cool. Everything that you think was a, a good good you know a good thing about the guy, you, you liked him, and you know your daughter's looking for somebody. Would you introduce that person to your daughter? Yeah, the only problem I have, the only problem I have is if it doesn't work, and then it's like I've set my daughter up to fail. Ooh. See that there wasn't a discussion. It's like I, that's the that's the only problem I'd have. I don't have a problem with. I, well, my daughter's very young. Mm. Maybe when she gets older. Because today, for the first time, for the first time, she's just turned three. I let my daughter go out and play on her own. Yeah. Wow. So that's a bit young, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we have a communal garden. We live in a two 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 story flats, and downstairs is a boy who's just her age, and um, 
he he he's uh they're on the ground floor mm. and their um, back door opens straight into the garden. So ours overlooks the garden, theirs goes straight into the garden. So he's in the garden all the time. So there's bare time she'll when 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 it's hot warm, the other doors open, the balcony door, she'll go out, she'll look at the boy, she'll scream out his name, Daddy Daddy, I wanna go play with him. Most times, all right, I take her down. So me and the mama are now cool because I'll, I'll take her down, me and her will, will chat and these two will run around playing. Okay. All right. Daddy take Today, um, she, same thing happened basically. His his cousin was around or or, his, or the friend of the family. So two of them now sat playing and she like, I want to go, I want daddy, daddy, I want to go play with him. I said, all right. I said, all right. And I wrapped her up because this was raining. And uh, yeah, I t- walked her downstairs. Well, I didn't even walk her downstairs. I told her, go downstairs, open up the door. I told her, close the door a little bit. Don't close it fully. Then I told her, go around. Don't walk onto the road. Wow, you didn't follow her out to the to the street? No, I told her, I let her go. Cause... No, you can't let her go, man. And then she, she went around. So I, I told the missus to look at the back. So I was looking at, at the front window. Okay. And she was looking at the back window until she got there. So eventually, um, so I'm watching her walk around. I can't see her anymore. She's gone. I've gone back into the house. The missus is like, yeah, she's there. They're playing. That's it. I went to have my show. <laughs> so it's mad. But anyways, my point is she's young. She's free. Maybe when she turns 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever age it is that we're talking about, and I meet this person that's of, of the similar age, maybe I'll be super protective dad and um, I won't like it. Maybe I'll be like, nope, not on my watch. I don't even want her dating anyone, let alone me picking somebody to plug my, my door. Are you mad? Oh, this is, you know, you're Are like, you mad? so Wim's coming. Like, so we was all having a good adult debate about this. So we was just like, oh, you know, it'll be, you know, if the guy's a good guy, you know, I liked him, why not, you know? Trying to my like Mr. was saying that he wouldn't directly link them up, but maybe he would like, arrange like a way that they can meet each other. So he would say, "Come, come, meet me at the at the the bar or something. I'm gonna be there with, with chilling. Come meet me." And what? then why do it? Or you don't do it. What's kind of yeah? But he just ran away. He kind didn't of want to throw them. So because sometimes if you push people together, it, just not, it doesn't always work. Anymore. But he just wanted them to be around each other, and then they can you know see whether or not they want to do it. Yeah. So then that was Mr. Wolf's type thing. So he was uh, he was for it. Can Sim- I just Simple mention was for that it. maybe then they would think that that would the I I would think if I'm working with somebody, I'm sure we both work with uncles there. So somebody's twenty years older than me. Their daughter's the same age as me. They're telling me I'll oh, come down to whatever, um, and their daughter happens to be there. I'm thinking I'm not checking your daughter whilst you're there in front of you whilst you're there. Yeah, that's what he was and, saying. And so he said they'll just bring them together, just, have a chat, just, and then go go do something else. Let them chat. I wouldn't want to do that with my work colleague. Well, I don't know what well, that was. What Mister Wolf said anyway. Fight Mister Wolf about it. But um, so he was cool with that. So then um, Simple was like, mm, he doesn't know necessarily what to set his daughter up with anybody. He wants them, you know, to do it themselves. Same thing with the son he was talking about as well. Um, and then Webster just came out. And it was came in the room because he came in late. This was the time that he came in, and it was like. What did he, he just come out and just basically was saying, what, so this guy's going to be banging my, my daughter and I'm going to be one to send him to bang her. I'm like, what? Everybody was like, ah. He goes, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Banking. Straight away, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. This guy's going to be banging my daughter and why is he going to be banging her? Because I want to send him to bang her. And I was like, wow. Well, yeah, like, but he's going to have sex. You're still going to have sex regardless. And then, and then, what made it worse now Mr. Wolf was like you probably talked to him about sex as well and how he gets down and that stuff with other girls you know if you're having a communal chat at work so he probably even know how he sexes so you're gonna actually know how he sexes your daughter and then everybody was just like wow it's true yeah but that that's not the issue isn't it? 
that's not the issue. But in your head, if you're already thinking about how she, that, that he's going to be having sex with him already, and you already know how this guy gets down, imagine if the guy's saying, "Yeah, man, I slap my slap my girls in the face." Blah, blah. He's good. He's getting filthy with it. I've to, I've I've already said. That. I've told my wife. Uh, my daughter should be filthy. My son should be filthy. Wow. That's, sex should be filthy in it. So that's the end of it. It might sound mad. How can you be talking about your daughter like that? Especially as she's free. But that's what that's what. I think sex, you should have fun with sex. I don't think it's, um, you don't sex just to, just to procreate. So you should have fun with it. And if that's your, if that's your idea of fun, because, all right, there are extreme things. So maybe if you spoke, you spoke about um, stabbing them on the, the, you know, I like women that, that like to be uh, stabbed. Like a, li- like a little, I know it's a cut, cut them or something. I would think that's a bit too extreme for me. So if my daughter saying, yeah, I like to be cut during sex, then I'd be like, whoa. But even then, that's your business, isn't it? As long as it's, as long as, no, it's, not, as, uh, it's not my business, no. As long as the two of you, that's what you want to do, that's fine. Just don't come, come around me with scars no. at, at Thanksgiving dinner. But my point is that I, I, if somebody, all right, put it this way. If when designing my daughter, I somebody you could design your daughter, your, your, your child. And you have just on and off switches. So do you want them to have long hair, short hair? You tick. Do you want them to be tall or short? Tick. Like just just on and off. Right. Do you, do you want them to be boring in bed or freaky? I'll tell the mother to pick all of this stuff. I'm not touching this. No, but what the mother pick? will pick it. What would you pick? I don't know. I'd pick freaky. Because I'll, that's I'll, what I'll, I'll, pick, I'll pick safe. I would like them to be safe. No, let's say bland. So let me not say boring. Would you like them to be villainer or Valina. Or yeah, so Valina's the standard. Yes. So have your standard or, you sex. Know, you know when you have conversations about would you do and the, the would you do this and this happens I know, to be I know what it is. Yeah, but people listening might not let me okay. finish. This might not be a bit out there. Just a bit. I like, don't know, man. So, I don't, so, don't want to think about that, bro. I don't want to. I don't want I, I don't need to think about it. That's just life. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't want it to be just life for me. So no, I don't I don't go um, picking ticky boxes. Uh, uh, as long as my daughter's uh grows of age and she's straight, I'm gonna assume she's gonna be banging men. And that's just the end of it. So yeah, well. so then it's like do I want her to be a dead bang? No. Okay. Right, you, that's good for you. But anyway, that was the discussion <laughs> that we had yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it went up to a couple of other things. So then that led on to um, us talking about. Uh, oh, I don't want to bang in every manner. See, now that that's where it came to. So we came down to yeah, stuff like that. So we were talking about um, the the uh, the children, and we went off to another tangent because I forgot what the other tangent and how we got there. But it led to us asking the question: um, Would you date a woman, or would you be happy to date a woman that has slept with as many people as yourself? Yeah. You said yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I said yeah. Simple Sabbath said, yeah. Mr. Wolf and, and, and uh, Webslicker. Webslicker was like, no, 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 she cannot. Never, never in life. No, no, never. And he's like, he, he basically, he looked like he was worried. <laughs> he looked worried the fact that a woman had slept, slept as many people as him. I was like, wow. But yeah, both of them was like, no. And Mr. Wolf was like, I understand that it's hypocritical. I understand. I, I, actually, I actually know it's wrong. But I don't, I don't want it to ever happen. So he, we, we went on to that, and that was a wicked discussion as well. But again, unfortunately, it's been, it's been delayed. But yeah, so we, we, we were, that was that, like one of the last things that we spoke about. So yeah, it, it was, it was very interesting the discussion. I would, right? I would, I, I'm interested in even how that got to be a wicked discussion because people, because it just sounds so straight, straight. Nah, because it wasn't because everybody had their own ways of dealing with it and the reasons why and the particular the reasons why they didn't like it what they thought was an issue and it, get, it did come down to that's it because that was actually the reason how we came to it because it came to the point where people were saying uh, um, 
would you look into would you be would you be looking into the sexual history of your child's partner? That would that be something that you you think about? My, your child? Yeah. So oh, your, your child's child, partner. Oh, your child's partner. So obviously now you've introduced this guy or this girl to your son or daughter. Uh, okay. Right. Okay, okay. We, we we end up going to okay. So what if you knew that this person or if you're like your 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 son comes back with a girl? This is the example that uh, Mr. Wolf I think gave, or or Wolfsling one or two that your son come back with a girl and your nephew has come and said, look, uncle, so-and-so's girl is known like in the, in the hood for being that chick in it, right? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, how would you react to that? Would you now tell your son, you know, you, you can't move with that girl because she's, she's known to be that girl, isn't it? And stuff like that. So it, was, it went from there. She's the bike. Basically. And there was like, there was like asking him. So basically the question was, would you be all right with your son dealing with the girl that everybody was calling the bike? You, you think that the girl's cool? You've met her, she's cool, she's all right, she's blah blah blah. But in the past, she's been known to be the bike. Are you happy to? Are you happy for your child to? I think we should say the Uber from now on or something like that. The bike, bike is an old one. It just sounds horrible when you say it. Well, that's life. Yeah, well, Uber, you know, man's just collecting. Yeah, pool. (laughs) Yeah, your your Uber pool. Uber pool, but yeah. So we (laughs) everyone's jumping in. So yeah, man. So we had that discussion, obviously. I was like, boy, if that's her past and the boy likes her, I'm not going to tell the boy don't like the girl because she's had a past. I don't, I, I'm not. Yeah, what would you tell him? What? Would you tell your son? What? That I knew? Yeah. If the, it, it depends. Your, your, your girl's loose. No, he already knows this apparently. It's oh, not, the, like, apparently not like he doesn't know. Oh, if he knows. It's, it's just a nephew's coming to tell you because oh, he's like, you're, 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 okay. you shouldn't be dealing with this girl. No, 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 no. That's his business. If he knows, then he knows. Yeah, as long as she's not hiding it from him and he's happy to deal with her. What yeah, is it my issue yeah, yeah, for me yeah, to yeah. deal with it? But, Obviously, then um, Mr. Wolf was like, nah, nah, my son, I need to know who my son's dealing with. Like, so hold on, so what, would you, what, what does he want? I don't know if he said that he would stop him from seeing the girl, but he wouldn't be happy with his girl, his son seeing that girl. If he could lock it off, I think he would have locked it off, basically. Him and, and Whipsling were like, nah. And I said, what about the man then? Like, if you knew that the guy was, I think I asked the reverse question or whatever, and he was like, yeah, not the same. I think he was. That was not the same thing. And then that's what I said. That's when it came to the question about, you know, if you ever dealt with a girl that's dealt with the same amount of people, would you would would you, would you see it as? Okay, okay, okay. okay and he was okay, like, okay. and no, and this was the question I asked him, which is what I found funny. I said, so do you think a girl that slept with as many um, well, men as you slept with women, do you see them as wife? Do you think they're wifey material? And he's like, no. I said, but do you think that your husband material? He said, yes. I said, wow. Yeah, but I, this is why I don't see why the conversation got spectacularly good or anything because yeah that makes sense it doesn't make sense society has said but this is why you people in your society society says that black people are, are nonsense we can't do this and we can't do that we're, ki- we're killers we're robbers we're this we're that yes. but you're not happy to say society says that but then when society said that women are this and men are this you, I don't, I don't, you, pick, you pick and choose when society dictates what you're doing I don't moan about society by the way go look at the history of, of the podcast if society says something that's what it is so you agree with society it, 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 no, no, no 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 what I'm saying is if, if something is being said, then that's what's being said. So you can you don't have to like it or dislike it. This is the difference. Yeah, but you have to agree with it. No, but he's agreeing with it. No, but no, this is, you're not you're 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 not getting. He's okay. All right, and fine. In this sense, that is what society says, and he and he agrees with it. So that's it. If it, it, it makes sense to him. No, but I'm asking you personally. Okay, is that person wifey materials for you, not for society? So I'm saying to you. Yes, but I just said he he, he agrees with it. So once he agrees with it, and this is a, this is all right, in this society and and many other Western societies, mm-hmm. that is normal. And and you have to look at it. 
it's many, many, it's, forget Western societies, many societies full stop. Full stop. So it's got nothing to do with white man influenced it or black man influenced it or this person set a rule and they kind of spread out. This is, this isolated country over there and this isolated country on the other side of the world both think the same thing. They both think women that bang a lot are not as um, worthy as somebody that hasn't done anything. Okay. Th- that's what society says all over the world. But so what? I don't get it. So then that's just, it's just, that but is just part of our second class citizens though, all over the world. Is that something that you should be you should be praising and pushing out as an agenda, though? No, I, I think you're, you're completely missing the point. I'm saying if something is standard, so st- standard, yeah, then what's so? Um, I need to understand it when it's just no, but it's a discussion, isn't it? Because as far as I'm concerned, whether or not something is, that's what I'm saying. I, I, when you're when you're ready, when you're ready, society will say you something, and you're ready to push back on that. But certain things you're just so ready to accept, and that's what I don't get. No, there's things I don't understand, and there's things that I do understand. There's thing, and there's things I don't like and I, and I do like or, or, either, or, or either way cool. but so I, this one I, I'm, I was talking more in the case of okay, Mr. Uh, let, me, let me ask you then because mm-hmm. you keep talking about people that aren't here so I, I will if I will go first yeah I feel that a woman that has had more sex let, let's say a woman that's been with 100 men mm. is, is, is worse for her than a man that's been with 100 women that's, worse, that's, for, worse for her in what capacity? That, that I, I, I look at it worse. So I look at it that's worse. That's you. Stavros. Okay, I, okay. I'm, so I'm asking you. Are you saying that a woman having sex with 100 different men within, let's say, a year is not any different? Is no different than a man doing? But I've always said this. That you, I'm, you've always said what? That is no difference. Okay. Then that's not them. I don't see it as a difference. I, 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 I think you're just as bad as each other or you're just as good as each other, depending on how you, how you see that situation. I just feel men like because we both agree men and women are different. Yeah. So do you, I've picked, I've put that in the bracket of different. I think that we're different, but there's so many things that should be equal with between us. There's so many things that should be equal. There's so many things you shouldn't um, put them in different boxes. Mm-hmm. But sex is not one of them. I don't. I, I, when I have a, a son and a daughter, I, I I want them to 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 go for whatever goals they want to do. I want them to to um, like. Business-wise, I want them to go to school, whatever I want. I want them to try and go wherever they want to go, whatever it is. I'm not going to say you travel the world as a man and you don't as a, as a girl. Both of you do your thing, in it. But when it comes to sex, whatever I might push out, like I've just said that when my daughter is with somebody, I'm happy for her to be out there. I've just said it. Same way with my son. But I'm not going to tell my... I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, it's cool for my daughter then just to keep bang, 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 bang. It's not. Or would you say it's cool for your son? As long as he's safe, yes. See, I want to say it's cool for my son either. As, and as safe and not, um, like, I hate all this lying to have sex. Like, you have to, to fake in it and all that stuff. If you're honest with the women, I'm basically. Okay. Me, I'm not, I'm not going to push, I wouldn't push my son to be a, a gallus. I wouldn't push him to be going around having sex with bare girls. The same way I wouldn't push my daughter to go around and have sex with bare man. I just yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not pushing my so son. So, I, I, whatever, regardless. If they come to tell me, do you think it's cool? I'll tell them, no, it's not cool. Same way I said to my daughter, no, it's not cool because that's how I live myself. That's how I live my life. So I wouldn't say it's cool for them to do the same, uh, do something different than I that I myself think is 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 not something you should do. Yeah, well, that's not necessarily the case because there are things that you do as a man that if your daughter came up to you and said, "Can I do it?" You would say, "I don't want you to do." It. I'm talking about. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You said that you, but forget as a man, mm. you didn't feel it was right just to bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. So you will teach your son and daughter the same thing. Yeah. And I'm telling you that there are things that you personally do that you're, if your son came up to you and said, I want to do it, you would say yes. And if your daughter came up to you and said you wanted to do it, you would say no. So I'm assuming your things like, uh, if my daughter says she wants to go and pay for everything or... Yeah, I mean, blah, 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 blah. Would that be the case? 
Yeah, I'll tell her. Okay, so, 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 think. Yeah, so, so yeah, there are certain things that I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be what they call misogynistic. Even if you want to, some in some circles they might call it that. Mm. Some people might call it gentleman behavior. Some people might call it misogyny. Depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there will be some things like that. But sexism is not one of them. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go out there to say that you're a whore because you slept with 100 men and, and you're okay because you're slept no, with they're both whores. It's just more acceptable for a man to be a whore. See, you're saying they were whores, but some people will say, no, no, the man is not a whore. The man is just doing what a man's supposed to do, which is the best. Yeah, and that's being a whore. Yeah, but they're not, but they're not claiming it as whorism. They're claiming it as being okay. The words you want to use doesn't don't make any difference. Yeah, but it makes a difference when you're... Of course it makes a difference. If, you're, if you have a, a girl and a boy together, and one boy and a girl oh, okay, are doing right, the same okay, thing. Okay, I'll take it back, I'll take it back. Take so it. they right, makes fine, a difference, fine, fine, and that's what I'm trying to say. So that's why what I'm saying to people saying... That's why I'm saying those words that he's using, like, I'm a, I'm a husband material and the wife is not, it means something. As much as you might say, well, it's society says, society is wrong to do that and it's pushing people to now feel like they're less of a person for doing exactly the same thing that a man's doing. Why is it wrong? I don't, I don't, think, it, I don't think it's wrong. As, that's I, I, you that don't think it's wrong. I don't, I, if you're telling me, if you said to me, I don't think I'm husband material because I slept with 100 girls and I don't think that your wife is material because you slept with 100 men, then that's fine. But you're telling me I'm okay for doing that I'm husband material. Some woman should marry me because of that. But you're saying to me, a, 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 a man shouldn't marry a woman for doing the same uh, thing. But I, again, I didn't say that because... Uh, like, oh, you're I, not I, saying I, that, I, but that's I, what it was. I gave, that, I gave the, the example. If my son was happy to do, do with that woman, then that's fine. But that's the question I was asking. I said, you know, would you, I said, did you see that person as wife and material? And he said, no, for sleeping the same amount of people that he has. I, I look down on that. So, so you look, you look but, down but, 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 end of the day, that's not there are, there are many things I, I might look down on mm-hmm. let's say you, like, I had an ex that smoked I looked down on that I was still with them it's like they, I, nobody's perfect here's, here's, here's the thing then here's, here's the thing yeah but you would wife her I tried to marry this person yeah exactly he said he wouldn't wife that person that's done the same yeah, thing I'm, to him I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about me now so in, in I'll say two of them actually I'll keep putting on Mr. Wolf like Wolf Sling all day and join him I just I I, I, I all right, and in that specific example, I just I, I don't like it because the wife, the husband or wife material doesn't. It's I don't think how many people you've had sex with is. In fact, tell a lie. It's applicable to the person in question. I could be with somebody that's been with a lot of people. I I know I could. I know in my heart I could do it. So um, I know that I could settle down with somebody that's been around. I know that I could do that. So I, I haven't. I don't think wife, <laughs> but. I, I, I didn't end up doing that. I didn't marry somebody that I, I feel has been a, been around the block many, many, many times. But mm. I know I could, or I feel I could have done it. So unlike those two guys, I don't see them that that stops you from being a wife material because I believe I could wife somebody like that. But I don't see that as a as an endearing thing. I don't see it even as a neutral. It's not a neutral to me. So I feel that most women are quite accepting of men that have been around the block. I just I think that most women are cool with that, and I don't think most men are cool with women that have been and I yeah. and and so my point and I don't think most women here's the thing now because you have your opinion now that's fine mm. I don't think most women maybe I'm wrong you can hashtag ESM pod let me know if I'm wrong I don't think most women are looking at other women that have been with many 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 men casually and thinking that's cool thumbs up women's empowerment and all that I don't think that's City what women girls. Think. 
I don't know nothing about this. Hot husband. girls or whatever they call it. I, d- I, I don't think women are looking at other women. They might say, yeah, do your thing. That's cool. That's your business. Yeah. But I don't think that when it comes down to it, if they themselves have been with seven, eight, nine, ten people and their bedroom beside them has been with a hundred, they don't look at their bedroom sexually and say, yeah, she, me and her are equal. I don't think they look at it like that. Whereas a man will look at himself, he's been with 10 and his bedroom has been with 100 and he'll say, that man is above me. He actually has a prowess that I don't have because I wanted to have more sex and and I didn't and they did. It'd be surprising how many women actually um, would be turned off from a man that hasn't had a lot of sexual partners. Hasn't? Mm. No, I wouldn't be surprised. This is my point. So when you're saying, when I'm talking about society, I'm not just talking about from men's point of view. I'm talking about the whole society, men and women, have this general view that it's okay for men to do something, it's acceptable, and it's not acceptable for women to do it. Not just men. Women have this view too. So yeah, I'm not so- saying that they don't have the view, but I'm saying, I just can't see in my brain how you could tell me that the same thing, we do the same thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm acceptable and you're not. All right, and so let me give you let me let me let me make another example in that way because you could be something completely different. Yeah, but there's, at least my point is that we're gonna go down the list, and there's gonna be something that I say if uh, a man does it and a woman does it exactly equal, and a man says is he has been material, and you say yeah, you would say yes, and if the girl does it exactly the same, you would say no, or maybe it has been material, wife material is not the best example, but is it acceptable for the man to do it, and you say yes. That's the, but, but the, the, the woman should look at him and say thumbs up and if it, it was a relationship that way around the, the man's looking at the woman and she does exactly the same thing you'd be like yeah. you would tell your son I don't want you to be with that yeah, woman well, that does that pa- thing I was very particular about the husband and, and wife material though because I wanted it to be that way like would you wife somebody that's done the same thing as you and you're like no but then he said I've done mistakes so he wasn't necessarily saying that what he has done is a good thing but then he wasn't saying it was bad either yeah, but he doesn't think it's bad <laughs> I think there's some things that he he probably regrets, and then then we had another good conversation because we started talking about um, basically we started talking about uh, Dwayne Wade and his uh, the mother of his kids and all that type of stuff because basically <laughs> that things pop up yeah, on it's the back, timeline it's, again. It's come back up on the timeline again, but then we this six year old yeah business. I was thinking because we did say that this was something that we spoke about not long ago, but um we at some point in there Mr Wolf spoke about um. He, he, you have to explain he, what it is for people that don't know. Okay, so basically, Dwayne Wade's uh, wife, ex-wife, um, he, she's homeless, or she was claiming she was homeless. She was outside with a, with a big sign saying how she's homeless. He had given her $5 million when they split, and he, and he has custody of the children. So it's basically just her, and she's had $5 million, and then she lost all the money, and now she's begging him for more money to, to, to live. And people were having debates about whether or not he should continue to support her or not. But anyway. But it's not a true story. Oh, okay. So nice. She she actually had the placard up, but uh, Dwayne Wade's lawyer said she gets sixty. She actually gets alimony. She gets sixty five thousand dollars a month. Wow, a month. Yeah, a month. And she's still claiming more. I nobody knows why she did that. That so everyone's wow. like, maybe she's mad or she wanted some sort of publicity. Something I don't know, but she's getting money. So wow. I think it was sixty five. That's crazy. Okay, so I'll, I'll check what no, the fuck her then because I don't understand why she was doing that madness. But anyway, so then. At some point, uh, Mr. Wolf spoke about um, his relationship with his uh, his children's mother and, uh, you know, how things didn't necessarily go well. When we were talking about the things with the relationship with the partners and sons, so then I actually asked him the question as to whether or not he's um, actually spoken to his children about that. 25,000, sorry. Like, as long as it's in the thousands, it's mad. I'm off. Um, so we asked him, basically, has he spoke to his children about that situation? 
And he was like, yeah, you know, his son's asked him a few questions. Sometimes she asked, he's asked him some questions about why they've broken up and why they're not together. And he said that his daughter often asks him questions sometimes like, you know, are you going to come back home and all that type of stuff? And he's like, you know, he has to have that discussion with her. Which Who's is this, sorry? Dwayne Wade. Mr. Wolf. Okay, okay, okay. So, because okay, okay, I asked okay. him, you know, is it something that you that you discussed? Uh, so, and it was a good conversation again. Yeah, yeah that one would have been. And um, yeah, he was like yeah. talking about, you know, he has to speak to her sometimes, and you know, you know, it's hard. Obviously, hearing your daughter asking you, you know, to, to get back, but you, in your heart, hearts, you know. And I said, would you ever sit down and have a discussion with them about the situation? And he goes, I have discussions with them all the time. So he talk about, you know, he has certain discussions, and then um, Simple Simon asked a valid question to say, are you when you have these discussions? do you sway either way or do you try to keep as neutral as possible? And he was like, you know, I just tell them as neutral as possible. I don't push any agenda one way or the other. Mm, I can't believe that. Can. Yeah, I believe but that. But then, because me and Simple somehow was on the same full pattern, like I would say, I might even be more uh, on the on the woman's side just to not make it seem like I'm cussing their mom, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't. I, I, yeah, I know, but you, you might just feel that, just because you don't want to make them feel away about their mom, you might, you know, that's why you make like, it neutral isn't it? yeah you make it neutral but you know sometimes you just be like oh she was good you know it wasn't her fault and blah 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 blah, blah and stuff like that even though you do you may think it's her fault do you know what I mean and stuff like that Um, so he was like yeah no I goes I'm very neutral I've just told him what, what the deal is I don't get too deep into it they're still children isn't it exactly but um, I make sure it's neutral I don't push anything on her side I don't push anything on my side and we have these discussions and he goes, obviously, when we get when they get older, maybe we'll discuss a, bit, a few more things and stuff like that. But at this present moment in time, you know, we discuss what we discuss. And um, uh, then Webslinger was asking questions like, you know, do you when when you have your children? Because we spoke about the discussion that you and him had at one point where he was saying that his time is more valuable than yours with his child. I don't know. You know. Well, there was a discussion at one time you two had on a podcast, and he was saying that his time with his daughter yeah. and son is more valuable than yours in a way because of the fact that he doesn't have the amount of time that you do okay. because you always go home to your children okay, and he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, but um, so he was saying, and so then uh, Wesling was saying basically, you know, um, do you go out of your way to then make your time so exciting and so what's it called that they don't want to go back to their mom basically. And um, he was like, no, just, you know, he goes, at the beginning, like his daughter used to be like, oh, so what are we doing today? Like, like, where are we going today? And what are you going to buy me? And stuff like that. And he just had to tell her, I'll buy you nothing. <laughs> We're not going anywhere today. We're just chilling. What, what do you mean? Because it was almost like she came to the conclusion that because they're now not together and she only sees him every so often, when she sees him, he has to do something special. Mm. And he was like, I, he had to like get that out of her brain that like, when you're seeing your, your father, it's not nothing, like, it's not a special thing that you're doing in that way. You're seeing your dad, isn't it? And you're, you can do normal daughter and son type thing I mean uh, daughter and, and father type things you don't have to be going out to Disney World I don't have to go and buy you the biggest ice lolly and, and, and present because you're seeing me on the weekend and I don't see you throughout the week mm. so he said he you know slowly got that out of her and stuff like that and he was trying to explain to her the difference between things like um, gifts and memories because we create memories we don't have to have gifts and stuff like that and he said that um, at one point he asked her, do you remember what I got you two weeks ago? And she's like, no, I can't remember. He goes, do you remember what we did two weeks ago? And she was like, yeah, we did this, this now. He goes, you see, you have a memory of what we did. That's the thing that you remember, but you don't even remember the thing I bought you because the gifts are not as important as the memories. So it, it was a really good conversation. And um, as a father, as a father, yeah, Mr. Wolf went in there and, you know, it was really, really good. But um, unfortunately, 
It's deleted now. This episode should be called the podcast about the podcast. Yeah, but I, I came in there thinking I should tell people because these man they they spoke their truth, man, and I and I did I didn't I let them down. I let everyone down, guys. I really did bad. It's a minor, man, because I've I've deleted podcasts maybe two or three times before. Yeah. Yeah, people were trying to make me feel better. I spoke to my mum today. I said, like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, you're not going to do it again. I'm like, yeah, but it was a good one. And I, tried to, I really went out of my way to try and, and, and get this thing back. But it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. So maybe next time, or if I can you know, still find a way of getting it there, I'll, I'll get it. But yeah, man, so we had a good conversation yesterday. Yeah. Is that enough? Are we done with, with yesterday? That was episode? the roundup, yeah. That was the roundup. So let, let's... Sorry, guys. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like the way we need to suck my cock. <laughs> you think you think you can record this podcast without me? <laughs> no. That that man sounds so sinister when he says it, but it's like he you you either head you think I understand why he's saying that. I even watched the film like, yes, yes, I can understand why he believes that should be at all. But um yeah, so anyway, let's get into some other other topics. So we, we before the podcast started, we were talking about classics. Yes. And uh, we were talking about what we concerned as the classics. I was just listening to Joe by the podcast on the way here. And he, they were talking about certain albums that they think are classics and what ones are not. And I was like, they were saying that Lupe's got two classics. And he was like, Stav was like, no, nah, he ain't got two. He ain't got one. He doesn't have one. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco does not have, have a classic one. album. So then we was going through the album and I was like, I've come to the conclusion that I agree with Stav. So I, maybe it's not classics, but he's got really good albums. So then I asked Stav, okay, so what is a classic? And then he was like... That's okay. Let's leave it for the podcast. No, I said, no, I told you. What is it? I'm saying it whilst I was telling you that Lupe's album, because we started playing Lupe's album, he was playing it, his first two albums, song for song, and I was like, "That's a six. That's a six and a half. All right, and that's an eight. All right, that's a nine. All right, that's a six. Mm, that's maybe a seven. And I said, if you're making a classic album, every song has to be at least a seven. I would say eight even. I can't even put a seven. No, nah, because seven is high. You know, when I think sometimes we look at seven like it's, it's dud number. Seven is is high. There's only a couple of a few numbers o- o- over seven. So <laughs> seven, every uh, song should be seven. So I was saying when we were playing uh, Missy Elliott, was it last week? Mm. Every song was a seven at least. So when you tell me that's a classic album, I can't argue with you. So we said Lupe that- Fiasco has got five. We've got five. No, 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 no. I said, so we play something like the score by Fugees. Are you mad? By definition, are we saying that a classic has to last the, the, the space of time? That's the point of classic. I'm sure if I look at the definition of classic, that'll be in there somewhere because there's some albums that you either, for the moment they might have seemed like a classic and then later on in life you think to yourself hmm don't know if you can think of something and that but then that, the point is that if you reevaluate something and you realise mm, you know at the time I thought it was this maybe it was where I was in my life maybe it, it applied to me or it was just a hype around it all my bedrooms were listening to it or something like that and that's why I thought it was a classic but now looking back on it it doesn't really hold the test of time. I That's fine. There's some modern day classics now. So obviously when we talk about hip hop, we always go back to Ready to Die, uh, you know, Reasonable Doubt, uh, Illmatic. You go for the obvious ones, isn't it? America's Most Wanted. Me Against Blah. the World. Yes. Mm, that we want to say. That's a classic. Me Against the World. That's not necessarily Tupac's classic. People might tell you Machiavelli's their classic for Tupac Rostov. Me Against the World is Tupac's best album. Oh, that's for you. Some people might tell you different for you, <laughs> but um. Anyway, but you got to go to the to the obvious ones, isn't it? You got to go to the ones that got the five mics because that gave them their classic stamp. Because there was there used to be a stamp that you'd get, and that would make you a classic album. You know, like uh, Aquaman. I wouldn't tell the one that got the stamp. But um, what do you think now are the modern day classics? Because I was listening to Good Kid, Mad City the other day, and now for me, that is a classic album. Of course, that is one of the best albums maybe in hip hop history. Of course, but. 
because it's come out in an era no, where no, 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 everyone, that's it. Full stop. There's, there's no argument with that. Though. No, but I think it came out in an era that people might not say they'll say yeah, it's a wicked album, it's a fantastic album, but they still would compare it to Life After Death. The, they wouldn't compare it to Doggy Style. Those they people, wouldn't compare it to Reasonable Doubt. Those that. people are people in their 30s, 40s that are just stuck in whatever they're stuck because in. Because that album right there, that album right there, when I listened to it again, I said, look, this album is fantastic. It, it, it is so fantastic even. I was like, this album is amazing. It's like, I appreciated it more now than I did when I first heard it. The good kid, Matt, he's just, for me, that's, 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 like I, I fully, I, I fully thought to myself, this album should be in maybe the top ten hip hop albums I've ever listened to. Is it better than To Pimp a Butterfly? Because some people, yes. some people say To Pimp a Butterfly. No, better. no way. Is to, pimp, to Pimp a Butterfly no better teens. than it's better. better than um, Good Kid, Magic. Yeah, yeah. No uh, way yes, in hell. I agree. No way in hell. There's not even a comparison in my head. All right, calm down. Yeah, but some people, some, you know, it's, no, some people try that. Dude. No, and then some people say that um, two of his mixtapes before Good Kid, Mad City are better than Good Kid, Mad City. <laughs> that I can understand. Section eighty and and thingy, I can understand, but they're still not better than Good Kid, Mad City. Section eighty and I forget the other one, oh, man. but Section eighty is the better one. <laughs> That's just a marvel, man. That's it. Section eighty and um, what's it called? Uh, so far gone are the <sighs> mixtapes. Of this generation for me. So far gone. It just has a, a, a special place in my it, heart. It's timeless. It has a special place in my heart. That is timeless. I was I was listening to um what's it called? Uh, what's the one that you called the playlist? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, go on. With free smoke, free smoke, yeah. yeah. And I was trying to place that in Drake's uh discography where it where it comes. It's quite high, you know. It's decent. Because I still don't know where to put Drake's... If I was somebody to ask me to put Drake's discography uh, uh, in a row... More Life. More Life. That's it. I don't know, how, I don't know what, what I'd put. One, two, three, and four. I don't know how it'd work. Drake is... Drake is... is, is Well, number one is So Far Gone. Is it? Yes. Well, I mean, does he have... Uh, no, yes. Yes. Yeah, anyway, yes. For me. I think So Far Gone is probably his best. But I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not an album. <laughs> so why is it? Is it? Because it's not an album. It is an album. It's a mixtape, though, isn't it? It's just names. It's semantics. It's but he's using other people's beats and other people's stuff. I think so. Uh, every, well, which hip-hop album doesn't use other Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, uh, yeah, a uh, 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 mixtape, they, they, they haven't been cleared. That's all, basically. Okay, but that's, that's the big let's, part let's, of it. Okay, let's separate that then. Albums. Where are you rating it, Drake's albums from one to, to five? I can't. I'm not, I'm not one of these people that, look at me, I can barely even remember the name of the albums. How many albums I've forgotten? Thank Me Later is the second one, isn't it? That's the first album. No. In, in, uh, what's the first? Uh, take Care then. Sorry, Take Care is his best album. Take Care is the second one. That's the best album he's got. Well, the, one and two is his first and second best album. Yeah. And then the so, one that snuck, snuck up to me um, that I didn't like at the beginning and now I, I like a lot was the one writing, was it writing on the wall or whatever it is? I can't remember what it's called. Views? If you can see, if you can read Nothing this now. Nothing was the same? Oh, if you're reading this now, it's too late. Uh, yeah. I used to, when I first found out, what is this? Then after I was like, well, this is wicked. Yeah, it's got bangers on it. Yeah, I was like, this is wicked. So there's that one and yeah, if, um, Nothing was the same, it's always great. It's wicked as well. That one never gets mentioned, but it's wicked. I just... Like even the last one, the double album that I didn't like in the beginning. Yeah, I like nah, it. Nah, I like it nah. So Drake, for me, I'm a, I'm a big Drake fan. Drake and Rick Ross are, are my modern day rap fans, uh, rap, <laughs> rap, rap, rap things. Bruv, have you heard the new tune? Of course, I heard it. 
because I was up when it was when it was posted. I was oh. actually up, so oh. I heard it like half an hour after after it went went live. Wow. I, was, I was like, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Man. But even even Drizzy, 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 yeah, man. yeah, usually Drake murdered him on that yeah. one there, man. Usually they go like back and forth, and yeah, Drake. I mean, well, on um, Aston Martin music, huh. Drake maximum him as well. But usually they kind of <laughs> close. Drake is usually better, but this one he, he properly left him in the. But dirt. that was Drake's beat. That is a beat that was made for Drake. But Rick Ross can do what he needs he to can, do when he needs but to do it. That was made oh, for. Sorry, him. Sorry, by the way. Um, although everybody in the podcast, the five of us, like hip hop, yeah, I don't see them as as uh, well. Webs, okay, Webs, all right, but he just doesn't talk about it. Yeah, but he's 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 on par with with with, with me and Wahala. But we we are now talking about hip hop, and we are big 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 hip hop fans. And yeah, you might catch the next half for half an hour just talking about hip hop. I'm just letting you know that now. The South got something to say. So, um, yeah, he left him. In, he left him in the dirt. I, I, I was when I heard that, I was like. Because the last one that they brought up for the Drake two pack wasn't that wasn't that special at yeah, all. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed by that at all. I was like, this is not the level that I expect from these two guys to come mm, with a song. Mm, so mm. in fact, I don't even think I've listened to it again. In fact, I don't think I listened to both of them songs again. And neither of them was particularly good. Yeah. So, well, but uh, well, yeah, not super good. They were they weren't bad. But this one right here, I yeah, was like, boy, I was like, nah. I'm... And I think they're saying it's officially the first single from the from album. the album now. Yeah, this one. But um. Uh, some people but again I was saying I was listening to Joe Budden and they were not there and, and they they reckon they're going to come over the album at one point they should if Jake and Ross come over album it's over for man if they have if they do it right with the right beats if they do it right I wouldn't want them to pick one producer I think they should have a, a majority a good couple of producers that they work with in general yes and if they came out with an album and they and that's what, I don't want to hear multiple topics just talk the stuff that you talk just talk the stuff that you normally talk. Don't start going into something different because you want to make the album have different flavors. No, I want to hear about women. I want to hear about uh, uh, expensive stuff. I don't want to hear about you degrading things that people do. That's what I want to hear. If you notice, Drake's trying to be the new Jay Z when it comes to saying what is acceptable yeah. and what is not. Yeah, have you seen the uh, the video with him and um, Chris Brown? Yeah, yeah. So the bit where he's like, "You, what does he say? You wear? You wear? Um, oh, basically." Um, the new uh, the, true religions, yeah, he said, but something there was something else called true religion is out of fashion, but there's something else that he said we that's, tea or something that's not necessarily out of fashion. I'm like, wow, so he's actually trying to just X this thing out. He just he just he's trying to make a point that because what was he said? Uh, it was it Hanna Baba or what's this, this restaurant that apparently is is a thing, and he says he goes there to just like it's chicken, it's chicken food, yeah, 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 yeah. And people are like, whoa, it's the one that Be- Benny Hanna's Benny Hanna's Benny Hanna's chicken food or something like that, yeah. Basically, Benny Hanna's a restaurant where I think it's a Japanese restaurant basically where they cook the food in front of you and you can pick the things and they chop it up and blah 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 blah. So, yeah, I've been once for our cousin's birthday, yeah, it's what is the one in this country, yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah, even know. In this, in the, the oh, is that the one we went to in the in the city? I didn't even know, fam. Yeah, it's been, that's been it. Huh? I didn't even know. All right, well, yeah, the yeah, but it's, it's that basically they do that. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, just because of, the reason why I said the because people always call me a Jay Z, uh, what's it called, Stan. Stan. But the reason why I said that is because Jay Z was doing that from time. Like the one that the biggest one that they were talking about with Jay Z is when he he said that the four point uh oh uh Range Rover is not acceptable. You have to have the four point six. I don't, that, I, don't, I think the one that he did it was when he did it throwbacks. Yeah, throwbacks. He throwbacks, used to wear throwbacks as well. Throwbacks was in fashion, and then he's like, nah, it's about it was it change clothes when yeah. he's, when it's like oh, no more throwbacks. When he did it, or he tried to dead all tune that didn't work though. But he tried to. Yeah. Well, Which, well, look at all tune now. 
Mm, they, he, he did it with a few people, but not everyone. That's why when he talked about the money form, people thought he was looking to did that as well in the last album. I don't see that anymore either. Yeah, you don't. But that was people wasn't really doing that as much before the album anyway. I, w- I wouldn't put it on Jay. But yeah, Jay was known to, if he says something is no longer acceptable, it was no longer acceptable. And you think Drake is now trying to take and that Jake, Drake is taking it, man, because he's on top of it. He's going to say that when I say something is not acceptable anymore, it's not acceptable. Okay, l- let me ask you then. If if a big rapper says something like that, mm. and all of a sudden, like, the whole thing shifts and everyone's like, nah, that's dead. But it's something that you yourself are quite fond of. Mm. Do you feel like, well, I'm out of place now? Or mm. I can't do this anymore. Or... No, I'll, I'll still do it. I'll still do it. But I'll say there are times when things start to change in your brain though. So I'll say the one thing that I'll say that maybe has changed with me and maybe yourself, I don't know, is baggy jeans. Baggy jeans is one of the things that I say, I used to wear baggy jeans often. I used to bag, if I, all my jeans used to be baggy. And then the, the, obviously people started wearing um, the, 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 the very, very tight jeans. I, I will still never wear those. But I would never wear baggy jeans anymore either. Yeah, but I stopped wearing baggy jeans. It's like for me that was a coming of age thing. It, it wasn't like potentially. Um, uh, I, I guess it was cultural as well. Let me not. It's a shift. Yeah, but uh, yeah. They, they stopped making them most. Yeah, I was just watching a, a Vlad actually. Can you believe it? Um, interview with um, the guys that did Cross Colors. Okay, and they were talking about um, back, why they made baggy jeans. Is they I don't know where they lived, but they said they took they went to New York to look at all the fashion and they said they spent some time just looking at fashion in New York this is when they first started and then they noticed that everybody was wearing jeans that were too big way too big way too big and he said they were wearing jeans that they were size 32 but they were wearing size 38 jeans and he said that when they went back they decided okay this is what the fashion is this is what we're going to do but instead of making jeans that are 38 they have a 38 style in the middle but the waist would actually be 32. So you buy your 32 jeans to actually, so they might, so they don't sag basically. basically okay. So, but they're still baggy. Mm. So that's what, that's something that they started and they said they, they caused a shift because their XL or their, their medium was everybody else's XL. Not even large, it was XL. And they said that all of a sudden that everybody else, the bigger fashion people started to change their, their labeling because everybody else did fitted clothes and, Sorry, we've gone sidetracked. But no, it's it a good was, conversation. It was, it, was, it was an interesting thing where it's like basically they had a shift. They yeah. they, they shifted fashion. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'm one of the. I don't think I'm a big follower in that level. Not now, anyway. Not in my old age now. I think you are, but you just don't know. Everybody, every we all are. In in okay, maybe maybe um, psychologically, there's things I might do because it's it's in fashion or in cultural fashion, maybe. But the jeans thing, I'll definitely say is that I went from wearing baggy jeans to now wearing not um. Uh, whatever skinny jeans, but I'll wear straight jeans. You wear straight jeans, yeah. I wear straight jeans, and I, and I prefer them. <laughs> it's just like I, I would never prefer them before. Now I prefer them. They they blatantly look better. I don't understand why we was even doing it in the first place. Because it's, they looked good back then. Dipset, dipset. It's very true. Yeah, man. So yeah, I, I see those man's push push culture. How many people wearing pink? After cameras wearing pink. This is what I'm saying. Anybody that thinks they're isolated from fashion is fooling themselves. Mm. You should never lie to yourself and think, because other people are doing it, I'm not going to do it. Or I, I am not doing it because other people did it. You're, you're wearing what you're wearing because other people have worn it. Somebody has decided that this is going to be new fashion and you have jumped onto that. Whether it's a tracksuit mafia business, whether it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes you can be ahead of the curve. Sometimes you were, you were doing it before everybody was doing it, but you still, ha- you didn't go and make those clothes. Somebody's made those clothes and you picked it up. So that was a fashion somewhere, some shape or form. That's why influencers are so important. 
because of what they they can do and how they they can move the market. Come on, which goes next to the, uh, actually one of the things you posted on the, in, in the group chat about Cristiano Ronaldo and how much they were prepared to pay him to to post something. What was it that they said? It was, was it, it, wasn't me, it wasn't me that posted it. Whoever, it was, it was they, what did they say? Almost one million? He gets uh, nearly a million for every Instagram post where he promotes something. So some, that, But basically, that's his fee. His fee for if, if you give me a product and I'm going to promote it, it's like nine hundred and something thousand. I don't know if it was dollars or pounds, but, but it's amazing. Or, or euro, but it was it was a million. But something. it's amazing how much people are willing to pay for influence. It's crazy, yeah, but it's not because you, when you paid for television advertising, that's what you're paying for. Hmm. And the thing with television advertising is that you put in, let's say you you pay a million dollars for an advert on the TV at this time. You know it's gonna work, but you don't know which one of your demographic is gonna. You don't you don't know who is working with. You put it against the wire, you figure, all right, so young, hip, black people might watch this and some some people. You put it against uh, Love Island and you're thinking it's super young people and people that are, are, are of a certain you age. You don't watch Love Island, do you? No, I don't watch Love Island. If you know the m- amount of promotion around Love Island, it's ridiculous. In Love Island itself? So, no, in, in Love Island, so in Love Island, like every clothes that they wear will be from... Um, uh, pretty little thing, or either one of them ones. If you, find, out, did, well, if you thing. find out how much they're, they're spending on that, you be, you wouldn't or, look at this million or, and think. Or what's it called? What's the one? Boohoo, boohoo. One of those pretty little things. Boohoo. All of them. Yeah, I see the so, posters. Yeah, so as you can see, the posters. So the people are actually. So before they've even gone into the island, they're already modeling the clothes mm. outside to be promoting outside. During the adverts, about three or four adverts will be something with Love Island, and then attached to some clothing company. It is mad, like. That, that, that segment is for the clothing companies. They've already, you know, got that on lockdown. So it's it's, it's crazy how you can how, how they're still doing product placement. Today I was watching Swamp Thing today because uh, Swamp Thing has come out. DC's now got all these new programs that they're bringing out. And Swamp Thing's one of them. Mm-hmm. So I was watching one of the episodes and the guy comes in with a bottle, uh, a case of Red Stripe and he puts it on the table and he's drinking it. And I was thinking, why are they being so thinking about Red Stripe? So obviously it's product placement. Like you, obviously they're doing it for a reason, mm-hmm. but they don't usually say it. And he goes... They, they were talking about oh you're drunk and blah because well this this shop's actually finally got red stripe and I was like right they're actually saying it in this one this is how deep it is that they're actually saying the name of the product mm. I've never really seen that before but you can see that product placement is so important in certain aspects product placement has always been there as well yeah forever but we just you never really picked it up until you picked it up I suppose yeah until you well you were maybe you were just young mm. the elders knew what they were watching and maybe you didn't so but but that's the point. You put things in places that you hope the people that you want to see that will buy your product or will spend whatever you're doing will see it. What? So when you give something to Cristiano Ronaldo, you know you, you're reaching this type of demographic, whatever it is. Like 50 million or, or Yes, it's not just numbers, but it's almost a focus because these are people that are interested in football. These are people that are interested in sports. These are people that are interested in celebrity. These are people in, that in, and whatever your brand is, it's going to be around that kind of, you're not going to give him something and it's got nothing to do with any of that kind of stuff. He's an influential person. People, women want to be with him. Men want to be him. That kind of thing. Same with Kim Kardashian. Mm. That's why them or or the the little sister. That's why these people are making all this money because uh, general, yeah. because th- there's a audience and you know what the audience is. The same way fa- Facebook and all this stuff makes money with the tar- definitely the, the targeted audience. So if you ever booked done an advert on Facebook and you say you want twenty, so we were just talking about our demographic. If we were gonna pay for an advert on Facebook, we would say, can we have people that are between twenty? What was it? Thirty five and forty five women. Uh, professionals yada yada because then we know these are people that actually would listen to our podcast and enjoy it so we might as well advertise to them and 
the money there instead of just putting the money anywhere and just wishing for the best. Mm. Okay, going off to what we just had a discussion about, do you, is there anything that you can remember that was product place that you, you really, really wanted? There's going to be things, but I can't remember off the top of my head if, if, if I had more time. So I probably am going to have to come back to it. But I know there's, there's going to be something. I think one of the big, best product placements ever, and the thing about it is that it didn't exist, was the Black to the Future trainers, the Nike ones, that with the... With the okay, with yeah, the, the Max. Yeah, that everybody wanted, but you couldn't get because it didn't exist. And then they made them like 30 years, years later or something yeah. like that. I think that was a wicked product placement. But obviously that, that was heavy on the Nike because it was properly Nike. He only wore Nike. He, and he made a, a thing that he only wore Nike as well in that program. Mm. Um, okay, okay, you know what, actually? Um, Nike. Yeah, let's start with Nike. The reason that I wear Nike is because of their adverts. It wasn't product placement, so fair enough. But Nike's adverts, back in the day, I'm talking about the 80s, mm. it was so good. Yeah, yeah. They were so good. Yeah, they, were, they, would, they would make you want to wanna, wear their clothes. I think one of the, when I think about stuff that I've always wanted, it wasn't a product placement again. It was just in the magazine. But I'm never going to forget the fact that, and I, still to this day, I might go and buy one if I can find it. I always wanted a particular water pistol that was in the Argos catalog. It was a Ghostbusters water pistol that used to have like water pellets and you can use water pellets and I always wanted it. I never got it. And I always think to myself that one day I will treat myself to this water pistol. If I can find this, a water pistol that was like this or not like this, I will treat myself to it because I've always wanted it. So that's probably the only thing that I can remember as a child that I've always wanted. Even something like that, when you can reach out and deal with nostalgia and you, you realise that you can reach the over 30, 40 market and make people buy things that they really wanted when they were 16 to 20. So this watch I'm wearing right now is a Casio. It's Ooh, a Casio. Classic. Uh, data, data bank and I wanted this watch growing up I wanted this coming up now they, this is not necessarily the kind of watch that a big man would wear they they, they almost see it as like a a, a a young adult's watch if not a child's watch well, it's a watch that you used to meant to use for school but I wanted the watch badly I couldn't get it when I was younger so when I grew up I got this I got the silver one I got the I got um I, I got a gold one in a different type and I got um, I didn't get a plastic one actually but I got them and I wear them <laughs> But I didn't somebody, even notice somebody, that you were. Huh? I didn't even notice that you had that you had that on. But yeah, I also wanted one of those as well. I didn't get one of them either. Yeah, I was, uh, but it's, yeah, because it gets to the point where it's like now I can get what I wanted, and I think that's why sometimes people don't understand, or maybe they do, but um, especially young people, young rappers, and whatever, when they get all this money and they go and splurge it on all of this nonsense, it's because they've always wanted it. They've always wanted this. They've always wanted that, and they've never had a chance to get it. Mm, so when it, you do get the chance, I think one of the biggest ones that you probably ever see will always be a push. Like there's young men all over the world that has always wanted a push and not had the money to get it. So as soon as they get money, the first thing they want to go and buy is a push. So for me, then it would be trainers. The reason I have so many trainers is because I didn't have trainers growing up. I didn't have the trainers I wanted. Other people who had trainers, I was getting laughed at for my trainers. And when I could buy trainers, I bought and I bought and I bought and I never stopped. And no and one I- can laugh at you again. No, no, when it comes to trainers. I mean, there's people that can say, I've got more than you. By all means, that's cool. But I don't actually know if I know anybody that has more than me. I must do, I must do. But I know. But it's not even about the, the number. It's, it's it, okay, for me now, it got to the point where, all right, one of our, one of our peoples now is, is talking about his house and about how one of his neighbours, him and his neighbour are in competition with how they're patterning up the house. 
yeah, they're trying to make their house look look as good as the other person's or better than the other person's. So one of the people uh, now has done his back garden and he's made it look crisp. He's done the, done the flooring. He's done. He's got this little section where you can sit outside and watch films. He's got the barbecue bed. He's, you know, got the big doors. What are they called? Bifolding doors, massive. Mm, 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 his mm, neighbor mm. saw him doing this when he wasn't around. Came into the garden when spoke to the people that were doing his garden, and then basically copied it. Now, our boy has got a drone. He actually flew the drone up <laughs> to take pictures of the neighbor's house to, and he sent it to us and said, look what this man is doing. And basically, he's, he's done exactly the same thing, but he's done it with, with worse materials. He makes, it sure, he makes it sure that we know the materials that he's using are not as good as his materials. And uh, when, when you were at my house, I don't think you, you were listening to the conversation, when uh, it was uh, my, my daughter's birthday and we had the, the, the barbecue and he was talking about it back then. He's still talking about it now. So the man's obsessed with this. Week. Yeah, I heard him talk about it then. And I said, listen, when you were coming up, it was about, I don't know, your pencil case or, or, or whatever bag you wore to school. Then it was your trainers and your clothes. Then it was your first car. Like, which car are you driving or something like that? I said, you are now at the stage where it is your house. This is what you're competing with now because you've gone past all those other things. You are, you are at the stage now where I own my palace and my palace needs to be the best palace on this road. And now you're competing with, with other people. I said, the next level is, is when you start talking about um, countries, <laughs> when, when like, you're actually controlling people's minds. Look what I'm doing to the country. Look what I'm doing to people. Mm. I don't really have that mentality in, in, in that type of way. I have a very competitive mentality, but I don't know why it's not in that type of way. Like, I want my house to look nice because I want it to look nice, not because I want it to look nicer than that person. House envy is a real thing, man. Yeah, I know. It's very much a real thing. And people are very protective over their properties. And people like... To, what the, the house envy that I cannot stand is when you're doing something with your property and the other, your neighbour goes out of their way to try and stop you. Not because it's going to cause them that much of a grief, you know. It's just that they don't like the fact that you're doing things with your house and they can't do it. I don't even know that. that oh, yeah. Happens. So you want to do an extension or you want to do this and they can find a way of blocking it, they'll block it. And they'll come up with some bullshit reason as to why they want to block it. And you'll be like, well, that's not even doing anything to you. Yeah, but I just don't like the fact that you're doing that. But it's my house. Some, yeah, sometimes like sometimes people house. think that it might make the, uh, like an eyesore. Like nah. what you're doing to your house doesn't look nah. like, like you know when it's Christmas and some people put like major Christmas lights on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, I can nah, understand. That, Those type of stuff I get I get it. But when you know the thing is a nice thing, like you're you even you might not even see it from outside. But because it's got something that you have to ask your neighbour to do, no, nah, I don't want you to do that because I don't I don't think that it's acceptable for you to be doing that. Haters. Yeah, they're blatantly haters. But haters. they but they, they've got influence on your house. It's mad the fact that somebody else can influence what you're doing with your own house that you spent all that money to get but and they can still tell you no you can't do this and no you can't do that it's crazy but it's, it is the case but yeah definitely the house envy thing has been it's been quite entertaining he is obsessed with his house though in fact the other day i said that he's got more pictures of his house than his kids and he agreed with me yeah, <laughs> yeah he's taking pictures of his house all the time all the time but like, it's new isn't it it's, but, that's his new toy yeah but he's got to that but he's worked hard to get there i suppose so he's, he's he's worked hard he's got to the point where he's got what he he thinks he wanted or, or, or maybe not. Maybe that's not what he wanted actually. But now he's he's happy with the thing that he's got. He got something that maybe he wasn't even expecting to get, and and he's made it into something that he's he's quite proud of. Yeah, it's a project. It, yeah, that, I'm I'm gonna stick with what I said. It's actually his toy. This mm. this guy loves toys. Yeah, it's true. And this house just happens to be his new toy. Yeah, very true, very true, very true. So once once he's done it, once he's patterned it up. Then he's gonna move to the next. Whatever the next toy is, he's gonna move to the next. Yeah, because he's he's still doing bits and bobs in the house, and once he's going through, because he can't stop either. He's like me and him have had numerous conversations with like I'm gonna stop now, and you know save some time, and then do something, you know, do some other stuff, and then come back to it. 
He can't stop. He can't help himself. As soon as one thing finishes, he's finding something else he has to do with it. Yeah, but I, I get that because as long as he can afford to do it, he'll do it until it's... I don't think it's going to be a forever thing. He's not going to... We're, we're not going to come back in two years. No, time he, when he's that won't be... That one, can you go to another house? And he'll start doing it there. Then he'll get another one. And he's like, it's, it's addictive. I don't know. I, well, I'm, I'm, I can't talk for that. I don't know about that. He will. I just know that I think he wants his 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 palace to be his palace he wants to walk into his house because i understand this i haven't bought my house yet but i'm already imagining from when i buy my house i want when i walk in to at least within my my uh, budget to be like yes i'm happy not that i need to work on it do you feel like um owning a house is still an achievement i never thought it was an achievement in the first place okay because i don't know i don't know some people feel like owning a house is a massive achievement other people just think like "Mm, it's not that big deal no, it's something I want to do financially. Mm. I want, to, I, but it's it's a finance thing. That's all. No, well, for and it's a security thing for me now, and then it's it's a finance thing. Secondly, it's not um, it's not uh, it's an achievement in the fact that you you know you need to to you need to have something about yourself to do it. Do you think look, homeowners look down on non homeowners? Don't know. I, I just just I, I don't I don't know. I don't even care. It's like just if if as long as people are living, they're living in it. Yeah, if yeah. you're living in a house, you live in a, if you're like in other um, places, what was it Germany? They don't buying houses is not a thing for them. Yeah, they, they think, it's, think it's stupid. They, they rent. It's like a, you know what? It's almost like leasing. Leasing becomes something that was now to become acceptable that in the past people used to look down on. Yeah, so maybe like even now people are, less people are think maybe I'm thinking of do I need to buy a house now? Maybe I'll just rent the house forever and save money in an, in another way and pass it on because in the big for me. The house is not about myself. It's about passing on wealth to my children. Mm. It's not not about me, really. If it was much cheaper to rent, it's just the fact it's not cheaper to rent. It's it's more expensive to rent. Yeah. If it was cheaper to rent, and you know you couldn't really pass on the house that you bought, then I'd have no issue renting. At some point, people need to sit down with some homeowners and have a discussion about what it's like to own a home, because it is a very fairy tale thing of having a house. Why? Because. There's bare things that you have to do when you get there. Like you get your house and you think to yourself, okay, I've got this house. And you're happy that you've got the house. You put the furniture in. Yeah, it's cool. But there's always something. There's always something you got to do. Like there's always something. Yeah. And it's annoying because some people might not think that. They might think, okay, once you got, especially if you go into a new build, uh, it's new. Everything's, what do I need to worry about? No, Something them, will always go wrong. Them new builds, uh, boiler will go. As soon as, the, as soon as you fix the boiler, now the, the cooker wants to fit. It wants to break down. Once the cooker's break down, suddenly you, you, your, your washing machine breaks down, and then you think to yourself, at one point, oh, the whole kitchen is is is, is brand new now, so nothing must be a problem. Then something, then you're, you sit down in the city, nice and happy, and the city falls through. Something is always you're always. Uh, houses are like children. Calm down. You're constantly spending money on them. Yeah, and it's annoying. Well, I think that's it. You've said it. I don't. It's not a, a a big deep thing. It doesn't need a massive. Yeah, but it's nice to have a conversation. People, people, people to say that what they expected, their expectations of what they thought they were going to do, and then what they actually had to do, and then you know, getting people to understand the amount of money that you still have to pump into a house once you spend that money to actually get the house. Okay, anything that that you put time and effort into, you need to maintain it. So whether it's, that's a job, a relationship, a house, a car, needs maintenance, mm. and that's it. So some take time and some take money. And the house is the one that just takes money. Oh, the bloody time! It says that, I'm telling you, when the missus tells me this is this is like like well like listeners know we're looking to sell our house and buy a new one. So as it stands now, we're just um, uh, trying to get rid of a lot of junk in the house so that when people come and take pictures, it looks as nice as possible. And so we move some stuff off the top of the wardrobe, and you see that there's this, this we saw a little bit of a damp spot. But as we move everything, it's like oh man. 
And I'm just saying, I hate this. I just hate this place. I just, just want to go because every, there's always something wrong with it. And I hate it. And she's like, it's gonna, not going to be any different later on. But I'm just going to think, yeah, but, but it will. It won't. It will be. It will. It'll be yours though. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, because I see this place as hers. So it's just like, yeah. it's, just, your house is just, no, you know what the biggest thing with this is? The house is 11 years old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Things happened. It's eleven years. Oh, it was built eleven years ago. Why there's so much things wrong with this place? Yeah, but when, when I was back in in Hackney, that house is is what 40, 50, 60, 70 years, however many years old that house is, and it had its issues. But the issues started when I was <laughs> when I was a young adult. So mm. I don't know. Maybe things were going on when I was teenager. And yeah, I never knew about it. Know. But I don't think so. But I just think houses were built properly then. So I'm, yeah, I, so like one of the stipulations when we buy houses, no no new builds. Well, not by no new, new friends, no new friends, no, 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 no. They no, really no. do not make things as they as when they're used day to, one, including this? albums. But I think um, my missus is a little bit like that with me. She, in fact, you saw it in the group chat the other day when we were talking about houses. She said I'm very protective over the house, which I don't think I am. I just don't think that the things that she's saying is real. <laughs> I love me not say they're not real, but I don't think that they're a big, as big a deal as she sees them to be. So I'll be like, what's, what's the big deal about that? I don't think there's anything wrong with the things that she might be saying. So she might say, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, what's wrong with that? It's not, it's not a big deal for me, if you know what I mean. But for her, it's a big deal. Um, but yeah, man, you do get protective of your house, though. When it's yours, it's like, this is mine, man. I swear, we spent a lot of money on this. Let's not, let's not, you know. I don't it's know weird because she spent as much money. We, we bought the house together. It's not like to say that it's my house and she's living there. We bought the house together. But it's like she's got, her, her love for the house is nowhere like my love for the house. Maybe because I'm more active in the in the fixing and stuff like that, that I've got more of a, uh, I don't know, affinity to it. But she's just like, mm. Until I make a house my own, I don't see myself having a love. For, I got, I don't know. I got a love for the house in Hackney, maybe. For home. That's home. See, you call it home. See, she's a bit like you, so she's, she will call her, she still calls her parents' house home. I have to correct her. Like, you don't live there no more. It's not that's your house. Home, that's home. This is your house. I said, like, she'll be like, she's going to my mom's like, I'm going home. I said, so you're coming here? No, I'm going to my mom's. I said, that's not your home. Like, you can't tell me you're going home. That is home. It's not home. That's your mom's house. Home is where the heart is. That's your mom's clearly, house. Clearly she doesn't like it. Exactly. <laughs> now, that's why I keep having to explain to her. You're not, you're not going home. You're going to your mom's. You need to change that. that Even my wife that, calls that, that has a nightmare home. Does she call it home? Yeah. Wow. Because I, that's, 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 that's the communal that's, home. That's home. It's a communal home, but I I don't I don't say that. I said I've got to well, I've I've changed my mentality because I've got a home now. I've bought one. This is my home. That's not my home anymore. Yeah, I can just have two homes. Well, I don't have two homes. <laughs> I can't afford the two homes. So or do what I can afford. Telling you, money, man. Money is a big thing. Money. Well, if money. we if we had it, we could be a different human beings. Anyway, when I go into another topic, you know. I don't have any other topics, bruv. <laughs> can I, did you see the post I put up about the, the Wallabies? Yeah, the, I did Twitter? see the post. So how come you didn't answer? Because I already know the answer, innit? Why, why would I answer something? You, you already know I know the answer. Yeah, but people didn't know. Nobody answered it. Because they don't know the answers, innit? No, that bothered me, man. See, because you are old. This is, I was like, I, this is one of the times when I actually want to use the anyways. Because what? You are old anyway. <laughs> right? Because that's how we get upset about things that there's no reason for us to be getting upset about why are you upset about the fact that they don't know a, a quote from a, a Wu-Tang album that came out in 1997 or 98 6 I think I, and I, it probably I, was 2 I, a lot of people that's on the timeline that's maybe in your timeline or following you might not even be that old in fact I'm going to play it I put up a picture of a pair of wallabies 
which had a marble style pattern on them. Mm. And I said, name, I didn't, I didn't even say, I said, name the quote that goes with these, or the line, or something like that. Name the line or the lines that go with these shoes. And, um, I did look down on Simple Simon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I looked down, I was like, you don't know. Nobody answered the question. And well, I'm thinking... But we're hip-hop heads. If you went to a hip-hop head uh, place and you put them there, everyone would be like, bang, it's this. I'm hoping that Simple Simon knows. Uh, sorry, um, Web Slinger knows. But anyways, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play... I don't you don't, you know? That's what I'm saying, I'm hoping. Yo, son, you gotta take me to look at the gloves, man. Yo, check it out, yo. Yo, I got a new. Niggas don't even know, sir. Yo, check the joint. Boom. Yo, I got a crazy idea how to do clocks now. Check it out, boom. This is how you freak them. Boom. You go get, you go get the clean joints, right? Boom. Now, now, all you, all you die is this shit right here. Boom. And this, you know what I'm saying? Any color you want, but it'd be like. Blue and cream, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, niggas don't even know some word is born. I'm a rock niggas this summer, on the real. You know what I'm saying? Yo, son, I had crazy visions. Check it out, check it out, check it out, boom. Just imagine if you buy, woo, check it out. Just imagine you bought navy blue, right? A navy blue, a navy blue pair, right? Boom, but this, of this shit, you know what I'm saying? But Doc, get this Doc cream on top. Just imagine that color, like, but you got it dripping like it's more cake, like. This is one of my favorite songs ever, by the way. The, the question is, what album is better? The Defense Rock. Mass Murderers. Service. Only built for Cuban Links or Iron Man? Only built for Cuban Links. I prefer Iron Man. That is not an argument. Everybody in the world, apart from you, is going to say Only Built for Cuban Links. I prefer Iron Man. There is no album better. There's no we Tank album better than Only Built for Cuban Links. I prefer Iron Man. That's your business. That's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it makes no sense for you to even say that. Anyway, these were uh, Wu Tang Wallabies by Clarks, and I posted the picture. It just the fact is it didn't look like navy blue. Bruv, you know what you're talking about. But, when you see a dripping like marble cake, but, you know what he's talking about. It was the marble cake um, style, and in that skit you just said the thing is it just fades out as as it as he says that. But he says, imagine you got the navy blue pair. His joints. The, <laughs> But then it's got cream on top, but it's dripping like marble cake. Yeah, it, 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 unless you even though this is gonna be taken away, my people. Ah! But again, this again, this is something. Like, okay, so that was something that pushed fashion because that was what at one point everybody was wearing uh, wallabies, and that was definitely a Wu Tang thing. Even though, uh, even no, though no, the no. Bachelor that, that was a that was a yardy thing. Yeah, that was. But, the man in props. Yeah, but it, it, um, I wasn't doing it because of them. I was doing it because Wu Tang was wearing wallabies. I was wearing uh, wallabies before, before. and and. And definitely the um the when there was then double denim. Double denim was blatantly a hip hop thing that I was doing, boy. Yeah. And double yeah. denim now, if you look <laughs> come on, you can I don't understand how we was getting away with the things we were getting I away with. Still, but they don't still do double denim. You know what the thing is? I've learned with my You will still do double denim. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If wow. I, I'll I'll tell you, I don't know if you even know this actually, because you weren't there. All right. So I'm gonna do a long little winded story. So I realized the other day that my wife hold me back from being as fashion forward or as fashion um, risk risky as I would be. So, you know, coming up that I used to be a bit mad with fashion. I would, I'd wear clothes backwards. I'd roll up sleeves. I'd, I'd wear, I'd, there, there's mad things I used to do because I thought it's like, I, I see myself as kind of like an arty person. Yeah. Not, 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 um, it's only 
in my later on in life, I've realized that. But uh, that is who that's who I am. It's not even it, it, it's, it's the way you express yourself. I yeah, remember there was one yeah. summer that Stab wore purple all summer. Everybody was calling him Rabino. <laughs> so I've got that. But then there's some people it's like you always wear black. So people in college, people that know me from college say you always wear black. Mm. Because in college I only wore black. And then there was a summer I just only did purple and stuff like that. And so I was buying pink. And my mom told me, you're not allowed to wear Mommy said, you're not allowed to wear pink. <laughs> but I was buying pink, pink clothes. So stuff like that. So I, I express myself through many different f- things. And clothes is one of those things where I'm very expressive. But my wife, who is extremely villain when it comes to clo- clothing, the way she mocks me for doing... These are not even things that are even out there. Just anything that's outside of just straight up and down normal. She's like, why would you do that? Or I don't like that. Or come on now. The only things that... Because right now, I have this thing where I'm wearing a lot of fatigue colors mm. and for some reason she likes that so she's so she's encouraging it I so they wear fatigues by the way so um i've got some trainers i need to wear just i haven't got fatigues so i wear them so that's why i haven't worn the trainers uh, let me see what they look like anyway so um I so, so i've realized that i don't wear certain there's fashion choices i make now when i go to the shop and i just i'm not buying it because my wife doesn't like it wow now she detects your what you wear now wow not in that way yeah, she it's, does. it's just in the back of my head i'm thinking you dress for your wife i'm not no, because she probably doesn't. She would prefer I'd probably dress differently than how I dress. Okay, um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not as out there as I used to be. I'll tell you that. Now. All right, fair enough. I'll tell you that for damn sure. Now I, I used to wear glasses with no lenses, bandanas. Like for instance, like I said, we're cleaning up the house. So there's bag. I got bags of clothes that are just in bags because I had, haven't had a chance to put them out because there's, I have no wardrobe space in this tiny, tiny house. So we were looking at one, and I was putting it in the in the, what, the loft. And it had um, a head, uh, what do you call it? Headband. A headband in it. And she was laughing. It's like, what's this? Because I took, I took some things out that I said, yeah, I'm going to wash these and I'm going to wear it. So I took that out. She's like, why? why I said, I'm going to wear it. The woman lay, rolled down and laughed. She's like, you, you can't wear that. You're not wearing that. I said, what's wrong with that? She's like, you're a big man. How can you wear a headband? What are you wearing? How can you wear? You, like, she couldn't believe that you could wear a headband. I said, oh, let me wear my headband. What's wrong with you? I used to wear two headbands at once. I used to do mad stuff. Anyways, so. Like I said, I see myself as an artist type person. Now, when we were recording another episode that you weren't on in one of the Madison houses, somebody else came on, uh, Mezzi. I can't remember this episode at all. Because you weren't on it. I mean, I didn't even listen to it then. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but he didn't talk. He was right at the end. He's, he just said hello. And that's okay, it. He cool. didn't say anything. But once we finished, he called me. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, something like uh, socialising or going out and I was like why don't you man invite me out because that's it they were going to a gallery I said come on man you need to tell me about these things he's like why would I tell you he's like brother I want to go to these things I said my missus don't go I want to go he said he said, um, you're a square what I said what he said you're a square I said what do you mean and then basically what he's trying to say is that he, because he's he's very arty he's a photographer he's a DJ he lives in the art world but the thing is, that's what he does. And the way he looks at it is that although you might have very, 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 very in his eyes, small artistic tendencies, you do a nine to five. That is what he said. You're a nine to fiver. You're one of them mans. You're not like us. Because he was talking about him and Webbs. Because Webbs is an actor. Webbs uh, is a DJ as well. Webbs does. Uh, Webbs actually lives his art. He makes his money via his art. He's not doing a nine to five and doing this bit on the side. So, as far as he's concerned, this podcast that we're doing on the side, yeah, it's all good and all that, but that's not what you do. 
So he's like, bruv, me and you are not on the same wavelength. I can't talk to you the same way I talk to Webs. I can't have a conversation with you. You're a square. You're a nine to fiver. That's how you spoke to me. You should have slapped him. I held my chest. I'm like, bruv, do you know what I'm like? He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not like that, bruv. And then he's talking about, look, I can see from what you're wearing. You're not one of, you're not one of us. I'm like, wow. <laughs> So man, 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 man looked down on you. I had a Lyle and Scott, is that what it's called? Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Bottle it called? Whatever this is. I had one of them, Bottle but it's Lyle and Scott. So it's like, look what you're wearing. So it's, so basically, as, as far as he sees me, he's like, you're a... Squ-. I was like, what? Yes, he's looking down. I said, you're looking down on me. He said, no. And then that went into a whole different conversation. And I had to batter him with that part. I said, you're looking down on me blatantly. Uh, fine, look, have your views and whatever. Don't fool yourself into thinking you're looking down on me. Because I said, as, the way I gave it to him, as I said, you look at somebody, if they were a rocker, do you like hard rock? He's like, no. But if you saw somebody dressing like a hard rocker, going to the thingy, you would respect that because you, as far as you're concerned, that person is in, in, that, in their art. But you're look, but you're so you're looking at, across at them. But if you saw somebody that's wearing um, Spice Girls clothes and going uh, an adult going, and going to their concert, you don't respect that. You're looking down on them because you because I hate these people that say no, I, I don't look down on anybody. I don't look. There's people that say that nonsense. You do. There's people you look up at. There's people you look down on. There's people you look across at. And I said, even though you don't like the rock music, you would respect the fan of that rock because you see that music as some it has something about itself. It's a rebel. Yeah. But you don't respect Spice Girls, so you don't respect the fans that go to their thing. You look down on them, and I said the way you just spoke to me now, you just said I'm a square. You're a nine to five. You're not like us. You looking down on me? He's like, no, I'm not looking down on you. I said, nah, 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 nah. And I thought that is, I tell you, it's not easy to offend me in that way, where you say something and you're not putting, you're not trying to put me down. You're not trying to insult me. You're not trying to. If you're trying to do that, it could offend me. But he wasn't trying to offend me. He was actually just matter of factly saying, "You're you are there's there's no artistic bones in your body. You're a person that I look past. You're grey, basically. You're Valina. See, now if somebody said that about me, I would be like, yeah, and but, I wouldn't care, and I'll be looking down on them. <laughs> That's the thing about I'll be looking down. You telling me what? I've got a nine to five. Yeah, I got money. What what what? what what's your problem? He, when you lot are scrapping for your for your thing, I'm not scrapping. He saw it that. He really said because that was part of it. He said, "I live, I'm living my art." You know, when you go, when you, what do you do when you wake up? You go to, you go to work. You go, you have a job. It's like we're living art. That's what you're talking about with me. We're living our art. We we care enough about this that this is what we're doing nine to five. We put, we're putting stuff on the line. We're, you know, we're living our life in this. And if we, we if we're gonna fail, we're gonna fail on our art. Yeah, man, they're still putting electric key. Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> but he's saying he's got three businesses. He probably has. So, but they will be art based, won't they? So there'll be DJing, there'll be um, photography, and they'll. Be... I don't know what they are, but it's like I've got three actual companies that company has. I have companies, so that do what? I don't know. I didn't ask him. It's, it's not interesting. I was more interested. In, I was still hurt by him calling me a square. He mm. actually called me a square when I went home and told the missus the way she rolled over and laughed, and she to this day, to this day, she's still laughing at me, <laughs> calling me a square. But it's because, but to her, you you probably won't be a square. She you probably think that you're. Out this there. is my point because the the running joke with me and my wife is because she there's things that I like to do that she doesn't like to do. So with the clothing, I've held back. But I still go to museums. I still go to galleries. I still go to plays. So I'm just today I was playing um, Riverdance, the music from Riverdance to my daughter because I want her to know these things, this kind of stuff. And she laughs at me and says, uh, because you're so arty. You're so arty. And then like that skit that I just played from this, this album, mm. 
I played it to her uh, about two or three nights ago and I, she wanted to go to bed and I said, no, you cannot go to bed. You must understand this because I put this on Twitter and people didn't understand. Nobody responded and you need to understand it as my wife that this this is where it just came from and she she won't mock me because you know, you're so arty. Yeah. You know, you're arty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't bother with that anymore. I tried to do that with my missus. I can't even bother anymore. Like, I, just don't, I don't even bother. There's certain things I'm just like, I, I want to get excited about with you but you just don't know so there's no point. Sometimes, I hope my wife hears this. Sometimes I sit there and think, what would it be like if I was married to a woman that was actually into some of the things I'm into? <laughs> I like music. Because when you're talking about, you play rap music in the, I, I hear it all the time where you'll play music in your car. You're, you're in a missy spend a lot of time in the car because you drive a lot. And I know that she knows certain albums or certain songs because you're just playing it. But I know, I don't, if, if, if a new Dipset album comes out and I'm all about it, I'm not playing it when she's in the car. It's about, the beat 106.5 or whatever to say she is. There's no point in playing yeah. that. She doesn't want to listen to it. My missus don't necessarily want to listen to what I listen to either. But um, she's not she's not adverse to it though. So you know what I mean? So if this is like, like I was, uh, for this summer or for the beginning of this summer, I've been pumping Jimmy Jones. But she knows Jimmy Jones through Love and Hip Hop. You know what I mean? So there was a link there. So she's got some form of affinity to this guy already. So she's like, oh, that's Jim Jones, yeah? I'm like, but she doesn't listen to any of the rest of his albums, but this one now she's listening to because she knows him. So there's certain things that will link her to that world anyway, but it won't be in the same way that I'm linked to it, if that makes sense. So if I play anything Method Man, she loves Method Man. So she's going to be on it, regardless of whatever it is, because she's obsessed with Method Man. But, but if I was to play her that, that room thing, she won't know what, what, what it is. Do you know what I mean? So... It is what it is. Now there, there are certain things like if somebody said, "Could you change anything about my, my wife?" That's one of the things. I'm not. My wife ain't perfect, man. I'm not perfect. No perfect. one's perfect. But that one, I want to because there's things I get so excited over, and I don't like you, Wahala. But you're the only person I could talk to about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And it's same thing with me as well because there's times when I get really excited about stuff that goes on, on, on. Like something will happen, and I'll make a joke about it because we've got so many in jokes as well in our house. It doesn't. It doesn't help. Yeah. So she would be like, "What are you on about?" And I'd be like, oh, "You don't even understand what." I'm That's it, about. brother. So then um, it's, it's, it, is, it is uh frustrating at times when you know, like I even said to, I put it on Twitter one time, and I and I meant it, and it, obviously at the time I've, I've married her now, but I said I don't I don't want to marry this woman unless she's watched the wire. I don't want to I don't want to marry her. If I'm telling you certain things on the wire, you do not understand what I'm talking about. I do not want to marry you. Yeah, stuff like that, TV stuff. Yeah, but in the end, she didn't watch the wire. So what can I do? She watched Game of Thrones though, so halfway. But it's like um certain things. It's like. Like I, was, I remember I spoke to her about Jay Dilla and she was like, she was very like, oh, okay. And I was like, you can't just be, oh, okay. You can't just be oh, okay about Jay Dilla. But for her, it's just a man that made songs that she knows or some songs that she knows that she quite likes, but she might even know, that, they might not even know they're Jay Dilla. But for me, it's life. Do you understand? So, but there's things about her that she's exactly the same way. She'll be telling me stuff that for her is really important. I'm like, why are you telling me this? But the thing with, my, everyone's got that. But for my missus, the stuff that she's, does that with that I like way to them it's work stuff well it's important to her though isn't it yeah but it's work yeah but it's important to her That's work is important to she's her she's a square it's <laughs> <laughs> work man see I would work, put, you don't I even would, like you don't even like your job I wouldn't put your wife as, as a square though yes she is no because your wife is quite out there she wants to go festivals she wants to do certain things she just doesn't want to do stuff that you want to do alright let's talk about the 51st festival we might go there I don't know I have no idea. Kerry Chandler's the the head, the headliner. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why you. I want to say, I know that's where you're going, but I don't know. But I, I always said I wanted to go to a festival before I die. But I want to. Go. <laughs> like it's so hard, you know. <laughs> it's, like I, it's, it's like I never. I've, it's never pushed me out there to go to one. But even now, this Afro Nation thing that they're doing, I'm thinking that was probably probably been the best one of us should have gone to. 
But, but the only problem is there's too many young people there. But for the acts and stuff like that, I would have liked uh, to see the acts. I wouldn't use that as a reason to not go. There'll be some people. The, nah, pe- nah, the people nah. that are going there can afford to, to, to stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and they're all people. young, man. The young people got money. Don't let you turn no different. So I, I don't want to go there and be raving with kids. But my missus did that. In fact, she she went to one of these uh, she went to one of these getaways, and she said that there was this bare kids. When was this? When she went, her and her friends they went to one they went to one something in Greece. I forgot it was what it's called again. One getaway in Greece or something that she, they went to, and she said that when they went there, there was just bare youths there. All they were doing is banging <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> She's like, just get them back, go back to your room. We heard the next door somebody's banging. Go down the corridor, somebody's banging. But she's like, it's like it was the kids there, man. I don't want to be involved in that. I'm not. I'm not ready for that. So what are you gonna? Well, something like Fifty First Date is it's, it's not children. Yeah, I know, but it's, again, I don't. I don't know. I might go. I might not. It's percent how I feel. But next, I, I, next weekend, innit? But I have to stand there, though, innit? I have to stand there all night, all day. Yeah. I really don't like have the interest. So I want to go to a festival. I just I want to do it, experience it, but I don't want to stand up. I don't want to have to be there all day. I don't want to, like, I want to, I want, I want backstage passes where I've got a seat and I can sit down and watch this festival. That's how I would like to enjoy my festival. I don't want to be in the crowd. I don't want to be jumping up and down with everyone enjoying life on an armchair. Well, um, uh, for me, it's not a big issue. It's just this, for some reason, I think because it was a couple of years ago and everyone went, or maybe it was last year, and it just seemed like all the people I knew went I'm to Future First yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I actually saw them as well. I was seeing everyone because there was a uh, something going on. So I saw them before they went or after they went. It was the same day or the day after or something like that. And everyone was talking about it. I was like, wow, so everyone went. And they're saying how good it was. I was like, okay, this is interesting. And uh, that's it. I forgot about it. I haven't thought about it. And then when I saw the lineup for this one, because it just said, because I'm, I'm as much as I'm talking about rap and I'm playing rap, I'm a househead also, and it was just a massive house lineup. And I said I didn't think it was house. Plus, I don't think my people then went to house like that. All the people that I saw going, I didn't see them as househeads, so I didn't assume that it was a house type thing. But a big chunk of it, or most of it, was all house. I was like, oh, yeah, and, and that's another reason why I don't know if I want to go. Because apart from you, the people I would go with househeads, so you'll just be bored. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm just loving. It. I'm just thinking about house now, and I'm just just getting giddy. Yeah, I know. But before we go on and on, let's let's end this podcast because we're we're at the end now. Just house house music is love. House every weekend. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, I'm Big Wahala at Big Wahala on Insta at Big Wahala on Twitter. Big up yourselves again. Check out Essex Boy. Uh, go to DarrenGriffiths.com. Get your tickets. Make sure you get those tickets for uh, for people that's living in the UK or maybe visiting the UK from the 14th to 15th and the 16th of August. Go check him out and uh, see how things are. And I've got a recommendation. I, I should start doing TV recommendations because that's what I watch. There's a program called Jet that's out at the moment. If you've watched Banshee and watch Warrior, it's from the same Cinemax people that do those two shows or produce those two shows. It is a really, really good show. It's got... Um, I forget, the girl that's the main character, I forget what other things she's been in, but she's been in other things. But the person that, that people might remember is Gustavo Spring, isn't it? So he's the, the guy that plays Gustavo from um, Breaking Bad. He's in the program. Uh, it's quite a good, interesting program about a woman that's basically a, a criminal cat burglar. And she's got a daughter and it's just her navigating through through certain situations in life. It is, it is quite interesting. It's very action-packed, very, very um, well shot. So give it a try anyway. It's called Jet. I am Stavros Boss, S-T-A-V-R-O-S-B-O-S-S. You can catch me at Stavros Boss on all social medias. I'm in StavrosBoss.com. Yes, I have my own website. That is not fully (laughs) designed.
Um, yeah, Stavros says this week will be a film, Beast of the Southern Wild. I think that's what it's called, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Beast of the Southern Wild. It uh, came out a few years ago. It's a bit arty, actually. So, um, not for everyone, but I don't know. I sang about that film. I like it. Resonates with me. This, the score is very good. Okay. Yeah, the score is very good. Um, not the soundtrack, the score, as we were mentioning the other day. Mm. Uh, yeah, you want to do the the, 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 the things for the, the okay. actual set? All right, so if you want to get in contact with us as a collective, you know, you can catch us at YSN Podcast on all social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, and what's the other one? Twitter, Instagram, or something else. Facebook. And Facebook is at ESN Podcast, isn't it? With an S. With an S, yeah. And if you want to email us, that's ESNPodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's ESNPodcast at gmail.com. Send us your um, basic questions or if you've got any queries or anything you want to send us, you can send us through there via email. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes and all the other social media um, platforms as well that you can do. Sorry, not social media. Uh, playing platforms that you're playing us on. If you've got a rating function, please rate us because that helps. And yeah, enjoy your life, people. Slag for life. Oh, oh! if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Slag for life. I hate saying that if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Yeah, when I was going back to the earlier episodes, I realised it was me that um, I, I would say it. If, if man wasn't here, I would happily say it. Yeah, you, you people that say it, I'd never say it. Ever. Well, you said it now. Yeah, because I have to. And you said it last time, it was just too much. But you forced me to. I hope that people listening, it was a good episode, I <laughs> The episode about the episode. Yeah, yeah, it was a good episode. I'm just upset that the last episode. Yeah, it's a shame, actually. Now that it's really so good. Yeah, it was a good conversation. But I thought it was good. I think never thought it was good as well. So, I don't know what to say. All right, yeah, let's yeah, bye.